This episode is brought to you by Watchman Cigars, Operation Decisive Victory, Webmerized, and Red Hill Brewing. Without you guys, this episode would not be possible. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Southern Fried Philosophy Podcast, where it's our take on life, liberty, and the pursuit of gravy. While you, the listener, are invited to come up on the front porch, grab a beverage, and set a spell. We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But before we begin, let me introduce you to our starting lineup. Running the Facebook Live, the YouTube Live, and manning the chat, it is producer Ryan, a.k.a. Magic Man, a.k.a. Mr. Pickle. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> Refer to episode 166 for uh, the inside joke on that one. Uh, manning the helm is our producer, Brian. Hey, guys. <laughs> man, a man of many words. And yes. I, of course, be your illustrious host, Biggin. And how about you? We've got a great show lined up for you, as always. But listen, you may be asking yourself, why in the world am I tuning into this podcast? These knuckleheads have no idea what they're doing. Well, you'd be right. But, you know, we're transparent. We love um, sharing our stories, and we love our guests to come on and share their stories. We love to have fun, goof around, get serious, cry, laugh, hug each other. Well, that sounded weird. But anyway, we just love each other and we love to talk. So we decided we're going to do a podcast. So here we go. Uh, just some upcoming things to talk about. Hey, if you are watching on Facebook Live or you're listening to the podcast, do us a favor. We'd really appreciate it. Go over to YouTube, uh, search SFP Radio. Our logo will pop up. At that point, uh, <laughs> at that point, you will uh, just hit subscribe. You don't have to watch any videos or anything like that, so we would appreciate it. So that's YouTube. Um, if you <laughs> have stayed home and you want to do your own podcast, because again, these knuckleheads can do it, uh, just shoot uh, producer Brian an email at headlines at SFP Radio. And if you'd like to be a show sponsor, just shoot us an email at SFP Radio, and producer Brian will now tell us where you can find us on all the fun socials. Yes, we are on all of the socials, on Facebook at Southern Fried Philosophy, Instagram, Twitter, not YouTube, Twitch at SFP Radio. Right. Again, you can always email us, uh, show us sfpradio at gmail.com. If you want to buy us a chicken sandwich or help support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash sfpradio. And you can always catch us streaming on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Tune in app and probably lots of other places. Don't forget TikTok. Right. You don't stop. Um, yeah, right. these guys, these chicken sandwiches, they're costing mm. me an arm and a leg. I'm telling you. Because it's not just the chicken sandwich I buy. Then my wife's like, oh, well, I want yeah. food from these places. Check. Okay. Yeah, I'm feeding my family at lunch. They're getting takeout every week now. <laughs> that's right. So. <laughs> so, you know, shoot us five bucks. That'd be great, you know, and we'll we'll give you a shout out if that's the case. Hey, our our uh, special guest tonight, Tanya Thompson, she did 100 Nights of Bourbon. Uh, go check our Instagram, and we've posted the lineup for tonight. Um, she is going to tell us how to do a bourbon tasting. So this clearly is starting to become the bourbon podcast. So 
there's that, Darn. which is fun. But because uh, we love bourbon, except uh, except Ryan, he doesn't know what he's doing. So that'll make this even more fun. So we're excited about that. But um, anyway, so that's that's who's on the uh, stream. If you're watching Facebook Live, and if you hear a voice over the podcast, that's who is there. So we appreciate you uh, shooting her an Instagram and saying, hey, I appreciate you being on the show. That would be cool. I'm sure she'd love that. Uh, we would like to say shout out to our listeners from India. Appreciate you tuning in. Guys, we are global. I don't know if you guys realize this, but we literally reach around the world almost, well, every week. That's insane. Just not Alaska. That's awesome. What'd you say? That's awesome. I said just not Alaska. You know, we get the whole world. Right. But not Alaska. We don't right. get North Dakota, <laughs> Alaska, and Vermont. But I'm a man on a mission. Actually, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Actually, my parents, my mom told me, she says, I think I know some people in those states. Let me see what I can do. Come on, mom. I need you to pull through. I need you to pull through. If not, guys, you think the chicken sandwiches are expensive. We're getting plane tickets and we're flying up there. (laughs) And we're going to listen to ourselves. We're going to listen to ourselves. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or maybe we could get like an IP address and just ping it off of that in North Dakota and be like, ah. Now we've got it. I can do that. That's smart. <laughs> I'm very smart. I can yes. do that right now, actually. <laughs> VPN. As a matter of fact, give me five minutes. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to ask you guys, like I ask you every week, I'd be darn, and we'll go to Magic Man. Rick sucks. Hey, doing pretty oh, good. What? That's a new one. Well, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm diversifying. I'm, I'm reaching out. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm looking out the window here. Uh-huh. Uh, we were supposed to have a bunch of storms come through today, and uh, evidently, the southern part of uh, the list of our listening area, the southern part of our of our uh, metropolitan area, got whacked pretty good. Evidently, there was a tornado warning down there. But um, all we got up here in the northern part is uh, just some rain, and that was it. There wasn't really anything. So thankful that uh, we escaped what they were saying was going to be some really bad storm with tornadoes and the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but go ahead, uh, producer Brian. (laughs) I'm good. Uh, I'm actually really good. Uh, Do you guys remember trying to buy tickets to events in like the late 90s, like the early 2000s? Ticketmaster. Yeah. Like I know Biggin doesn't like concerts, so he but maybe he did it for the wife or something. Yeah, Jessica loves concerts, so we yeah. we went I think in 19 to the old John Mayer at the arena mm-hmm. using well, Ticketmaster. There was a time before the the interwebs were prevalent, prevalent. You can talk. Southern word of the work week. <laughs> um you'd have to, you know, they'd say tickets are going on sale at like nine o'clock on Saturday, sure, right? Yeah. So you have to call like you get on the phone at nine and you like okay busy speed dial busy speed dial speed so um so my years of trying to do that has prepared me for the current climate we're in right now Hmm. so wednesday of this week they opened up uh covid vaccinations (laughs) for another group which i happened to fall into so old number four i forgot for uh, group four, whatever yeah. is in group four, you know, you can be, be, diagnose yourself for that, I think. But uh, so they opened up Wednesday morning at like 830 or something. And I forgot to call it 830 because that's what my wife wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. So like 9, 10, 9, 15, I was like, oh, let me call. So I did the speed dial thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like hang up. Okay. Not a real person. Like a couple of times I got through and it ring. So I got an appointment eventually pretty quickly. Okay. Apparently they're all gone now. So okay. if you want one too bad, but you're out. 
Yeah, but it's like, you know, if you get in early enough on those tickets, you get like a front row. You think, oh, I'm going to get in early because I'm calling soon right. five rows back. Well, I got in pretty early because I got my shot today. Like, Holy cow. 24-hour turn, like, bam, done. Chimney, Christmas. Yeah. When you, when you called and, they, and you talked to somebody. Yeah, did, did I you, talked to a person. Did you say first time, long time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? That's what it felt like a radio call-in show. No, right. she goes, uh, how about tomorrow? I'm like, huh? What? I might be busy that day. I mean, I said, okay, sure. And they were filling up while I was talking to her. I said, just put, put me on there, whatever. I'll go whatever. figure I'll figure it out the time. Right. Oh Lord. Yeah. So anyway, I'm, I mean, I'm, I feel kind of terrible, but at the same time, <laughs> you feel terrible because of the shot. Well, I feel like I got punched in the arm by Mike Tyson, but other than that, wow. like, like old Mike Tyson, not young Mike Tyson. Okay. All right. <laughs> just to be clear. I can still move my arm. It's just sore. Yeah. Magic man. How much? You got both, you got both ears too. So that's good. Yeah. I didn't get bit. <laughs> how much could, could we pay you? Uh, magic man to get punched in the face by old Mike Tyson. How much would it take? I wouldn't do it ever. Like a million dollars. <laughs> like how much would it take? Six. IPAs. No. <laughs> Six yeah, IPAs. Maybe, maybe after six IPAs, sure. <laughs> well, that was a whole hell of a lot cheaper than I thought. <laughs> if it's six IPAs, wait till after four bourbons. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's right. Get get old Mike on the phone. <laughs> that would be. I'm just curious. What would nice. be the going I'm rate? I'm gonna put you in the face, man. Oh, you'd have to pay a lot. Yeah. I mean, you could have like, you could potentially die, right? From a, from a punch. Depends on where he's hitting you, I guess. I mean, in the face. Like you have to stand still and, and he gets one punch at you. How much would it cost for that? Uh, zero. I don't know. That's, I do, might do it. I'd do it for, for 500,000. I'd take a hundred thousand. Yeah. You'd let. Cause it'll that, heal. For the most plus part. Plus expenses, plus medical expenses. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, he's got to pay. And, and time out of from work while you recuperate. Sure. $500,000? Yeah. That'll pay off my house no. and I have plenty. Yeah, we'll be good. No. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, man. How you been doing? <laughs> it has been. I feel like I've been punched in the face by Mike Tyson this past week. So, uh, yeah, this past week, we got off the air on Thursday. You know, guys, I haven't been feeling well. Friday uh, comes around. I get some really good news. Things are okay. It was probably just COVID. So I'm flying high, feeling good on that. Uh, Saturday, I go see my good friend Lamond at the house of Lamond. I'm looking all sharp and spiffy. You guys saw me in the suit, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Looking yep. good. Um, yep. It's Dapper AF is his like hashtag. So this is a family show. And, so I'm not going to say that. And your wife was uh, pretty <laughs> impressed as well. Right. Yeah. Hey, buddy. I'm just yeah. going to say the words hello time. Yeah. Quickly followed after that. Um, so, so Lamont did a great job at the house of Lamont. So if you're in Charlotte, you need like a suit or you need some alterations or you need to look fly or dapper AF, uh, call our friend uh, Lamont at house of Lamont. I'm sure we'll, we'll put the info in show notes. He's an awesome guy, like really, really cool. And, um, but then Tuesday rolls around. And uh, we had to put my dog down and I've been hanging with this dog for 15 years. Like it's been a good run for her. Uh, She was not feeling well. It was just, she was getting older and you know, those type of things. So that was a rough day. And then uh, to put the cherry on top today, 
I get a call at five in the morning. Now, remind you, five in the morning saying, this is small batches daycare and, and we're going to close for today. Wait, what? Because of inclement weather mm. that's, as Magic Man said, didn't even show up. So now I got to watch this kid and work because at five o'clock in the morning, you decide to, to call it off. Give me a heads up. You knew the weather was coming. Like, that didn't shock anybody. And then nothing happened. That also didn't shock anything. They'll call off school for two, two seconds of rain. Just frustrating. <laughs> so, y'all. My phone won't ring at 5 a.m. if you try to call me. That's why. Just, just for notes. Yeah. Just so you know, if you yeah. try to call me at 5 a.m., nobody's home. Yeah. Oh, I was so, because I mean, I have it for emergencies, like, ah, oh, something happened. My dad's sure. out of town. I don't know. You know, just, you know. Yeah. There's that. Sorry. Yeah. Well, <laughs> by gosh, she, she's going to, to daycare tomorrow. If I have to duct tape her to the wall and walk away, like y'all, y'all got to deal with yourself, this. Like I'm out. So I'm just kidding. DSS. If you're listening, I'm just kidding. It's a joke. I'll, I'll cut that out. He's kidding. Just cut that yeah, out. He's <laughs> Yeah. Well, we'll make sure we use like two-sided duct tape and bungee cords. All right. So the uh, Southern word of the week is piddling. Have you guys heard piddling before? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Uh, this could mean puttering around, but Southerners also like to use it as an ad- adjective, meaning something small or trivial. Hopefully, you get into something more than a piddling raise from your company this year. Uh, another example is quit piddling around and help me set the table. So piddling. Yeah. Yep. I think I don't think I've heard the negative connotation. Like you're talking about the like the scale, yeah. like as a metric. Mm. Uh, I don't think I've know, heard that you know, either. You know, just, just piddling, you know, like right. just yeah. doing nothing of any importance. Right. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what people do when they go to lazy um, sleepy poet. You piddle around, sleepy poet. What is sleepy poet? Well, it's that antique mall. Uh, it's all that's you know, Charlotte's that's, name that's for right. Gastonia. That's the definition I mean, of Gastonia. Gastonia. Right there. Gastonia. That's piddling. Just piddling. Yeah. yeah. Hey, our piddling place is uh, what's Careful. that Gibson Mill or whatever okay. up here. <laughs> right. Yeah. That <laughs> antique, the antique store. That's, yeah, that's here a Saturday. You just go out to and, you know. I think my mom would do. She'd go to like the Apple Festival up towards Lincoln or mm-hmm. you know whatever flea market. Flea market. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, I also had <clears throat> thinking about things that I. I Brian, I don't know if I told you or Tanya on Saturday, you know, when you go look at bourbon and you, you go in and you, you try to find, you know, where they put the, the nice bourbons or like the the new ones, the good stuff, (laughs) the allocated stuff, whatever it it has that same feel of like, when you go to, when you went to Blockbuster as a kid and you walked around that back wall to try to find the new stuff, that was kind of like a new releases. Yeah. Yeah, when you just walk around the bourbon aisle, it has that same feel to me as an mm. adult. Like, what do I find? Anything good? Woo! It was just something mm. I noticed. Yeah, this week. I never had to go like behind the counter to get a movie, though. That's the difference, I guess. You were going to the wrong movies, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you ever have to get the black bag? You had to get the black bag. That was no good. They didn't have those at Blockbuster. <laughs> I always thought that they did as a kid, and and I was so intrigued by it because I would see the employees go in. I'm like, oh, they're getting one, but they the one that I went to, like they had a set of stairs, and they could look over to make sure nobody was stealing anything. But I thought as a kid, that's where the those X-rated movies were. So, it wasn't. It wasn't. 
All right, guys, we are going to go to the chicken madness round dose for our Spanish speaking friends. Uh, this week is Wendy's versus Zaxby's. Carry on. The uh, winner last week, McDonald's versus Chick fil A. Everybody kind of figured that one out. It would be Chick fil A. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> Shocker. Now, Zaxby's versus Wendy's. Let me describe to you from their website, the new classic chicken sandwich is now available at Wendy's. What makes the new classic chicken chicken that's juicy with the right amount of crispy taste that perfect combo of juicy and crispy chicken with lettuce, tomato, mayo, and pickles. That is their description. Mm, Sounds familiar. Who, Who doesn't want that? Now, let me compare that to Zaxby's, which has a freshly prepared, double hand-breaded, premium chicken breast filet with three sliced pickle chips and served on a buttery toasted potato, potato bun with your choice of Zax sauce or spicy Zax sauce. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I know that you guys may be wondering who's going to win just by the description. So we will go ahead and bring up our scores. It's close, yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, let's kind of talk yeah. about these chicken sandwiches, shall we? Yeah, just a, just a reminder in case you're this is your first week on the chicken madness. Okay. We have a a arbitrary point system. You can get 5 points for presentation, 5 points for bread, 5 points for sauce, 5 points for toppings and 10 points for the chicken for a total of 30 points over 3 judges. Given a perfect score would be 90 points. Right. So, uh, Producer Ryan, are you going to bring up the I got, the I got it right in front of me. Okay. All be right. happy to take us through it. Go ahead. Take us through, bud. All right. So, we're going to start with the lower seed, as we did before. Right. Which is Wendy's, which is a five seed in our little competition here. Okay. On the presentation, uh, Biggin gave it a 3.5. Right. I gave it a 4. You have a lot of point fives here. You know, I just and uh, Magic Man gave it a three. So, any comments there? I decided to be more realistic with my uh, ratings this week. Thank God. Yeah, I mean the presentation really. <laughs> if it still looks like a chicken sandwich when you take it out of that, I mean, what are expect? It's not going to look like the commercial. We know that, right? Yeah, <laughs> we do. Like it, mine was a little bit elevated from the Chick Fil A because it just looked. But this one had the lettuce yeah. and tomato. On it, which looked more appealing. Sure, had the colors going on there. Had some colors going on, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, next is bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, JT gave it two and a half. I gave it a three, and Ryan gave it a three as well. Yep. I don't remember much about that bread. Now that I think about it. You know, I was regular bun. Yeah, yeah. I was really kind of dialed in the potato bun again. Um, so that's why it's a little bit higher. So there's that. Did Wendy said just had a regular, but yeah, just a regular. Yeah. Uh, so sauce, also known as mayonnaise, uh, <laughs> two and a half from Big N, three from me, and three from Magic Man. Uh, two and a half is probably the right score. I'm just avoiding the half points myself. Um, <laughs> it doesn't taste like like I told my wife what it was. She's like, "Oh, that was mayonnaise." It didn't. It was like a watered down. Yeah, it was. It was like ranch without the seasoning packet in there or something. You know? <laughs> and they make it yourself. Sure. Uh, it was fun to me. Um, any thoughts on the mayonnaise here, Magic Man? 
didn't care much for it. Yeah. Jess said it was a little sweet, which I didn't, I tasted it by itself. I didn't get that. So Mm, I didn't get that either. Uh, Toppings, everyone gave it a four. So I will say I was surprised by the pickle on the sandwich Hmm. with, with the lettuce and tomato that I didn't see that coming. Okay. If I remember correctly, I had one more pickle than the sandwiches last week and they were a little bit bigger. I didn't count. You're, you didn't get a side by side comparison again. <laughs> no, actually, I don't even have hey, the hey, pickles with me here. Where are those pickles at? No, you got them. You're <laughs> hiding them pickles. Yeah. I'm going to need a pickle every week. I'm going to need you yeah. to show the pickles. <laughs> okay, I'll pickle comparison next week. <laughs> well, and I'm not a lettuce and tomato guy, so I was really like, oh, I don't want to do this. But the, yeah. the lettuce was crispy. The tomato was decent. So mm-hmm. you got a four. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And then the chicken, lettuce which was is not the wilted. Yep. Sorry. What was that? I said the lettuce was not wilted. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. It wasn't. Yep. It was still green. That's always yep. good. It's always good. And of course, the main event, the chicken itself. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is probably comes down to the restaurant, but uh, both Biggin and Magic Man gave it a five, and I gave it a seven because I wow. it wasn't bad, but it just wasn't juicy enough. It wasn't as advertised. Yeah, that crispy, What's juicy. Crispy? Yeah, didn't quite work for me, but Not I will juicy. say with the tomato in it, like that, the whole combo kind of made the whole thing juicier, but I, yep. I would want the chicken to be juicier as well. Yep. So that's why I was a little, down a little better chicken would go along. That was a good, I yeah. liked, I really liked the sandwich. I think like, I liked it a lot. It just, well, Can I, we'll see but, how it goes. But honestly, if I would, if I would just get the chicken out of both McDonald's and Wendy's, I don't know if I could tell the difference that much. I could. You could. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you on that okay. one. Yeah, you get a little more flavor on like the breading on the Wendy's. There's, I think they use okay. salt. Maybe. <laughs> There's that. <laughs> they use salt. <laughs> so right. Total uh, final score on the Wendy's: seventeen and a half for Big End, twenty-one for me, and eighteen for Magic Man. All right. Final thoughts on the Wendy's chicken sandwich before we move on. Uh, if you have to I like their burgers, yeah, and that's the thing. Yeah, <laughs> the other thing I was going to say is like the other, like if you got the non-classic chicken sandwich, the other one had like cheese whiz on it, jalapenos, bacon. I feel like that that would be a really good chicken sandwich mm-hmm. if you're if you're going up, above and beyond. But if it's just a regular classic chicken sandwich, man. But if you're adding yeah. all that other stuff to it, we might have something there. Yeah, their pub chicken's pretty good. I've had that. Yeah, pretzel bun, all that fun stuff. Yep. So next one is Zaxby's. You already did the description of that, right? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, presentation. Uh, both Big and, and Magic Man gave it a four, and I gave it a five, which is a top score. Because mine kind of looked like the picture. Uh, if you looked at the right yeah. angle, it was like a big, fat piece of chicken. It was a big piece of chicken. Yeah. It wasn't like a little flat thing. Here's- yeah, I could see the sauce. I could see the pickle. I mean, it almost looked like like the, the photograph. Yeah. I deducted one point because I would have loved it to be in a box and it was just in a bag. Mm. That There's the presentation for me on that. It's the environment or something. And that's something too is the Wendy's chicken was in a regular wrap like you'd get a hamburger in. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Whereas the, the other, yeah, the Zaxby's was in a bag, yep. foil that's, bag. Nothing says chicken sandwich like a foil bag. Right. right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, moving it's on to a bread. More upscale. Yeah. <laughs> bread, uh, you got two fours and a five. So Big and Magic Man both gave it a four on the bread, which is that's a pretty high score. And I gave it a five because I really like that bun, especially after the Wendy's one. Yeah. Good. That was a good roll. I like, again, I'm a big Zaxby's fan, so 
You're going to see that more in a second. <laughs> <laughs> I think if I would have had an, if I would have been able to not have the sauce on, and we'll talk about sauce in a little bit. Uh, if I were to be able to taste the bun almost kind of by itself, if that makes sense, not, not with mm-hmm. the sauce that may have increased that, but <clears throat> cause there was so much oh. sauce going on. Sure. Yeah. Sauce. Uh, Biggin gave it a four. I gave it a five again. Mm-hmm. I like Zach sauce. Magic man gave it a four. So these are pretty high scores yep. in the sauce. Uh, toppings is a pickle again. Right. I gave it a three for three pickles. Yep. One did did Magic pickle. Man have four pickles on this sandwich? I think it was only three. Okay, because you gave it a four. You must have loved the pickles. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> and here's the, here's the thing about the pickle, though, and I wanted to note, like, it, I couldn't. I couldn't tell if it was a bread butter or a regular. It was almost like a weird, like I sucked the the sauce off of it and tasted oh. it. Careful. It's a family show. Yeah. But, uh. Uh, but it was a weird like combo. It wasn't just mm. like a dill pickle. Like it was almost like, slightly sweet. I don't recall. I just know there were, I feel like there's a lot of pickle. I mm. didn't count them, but it was the right amount of pickle on that sandwich. Tanya, how bored are you on a scale of one to 10? Right <laughs> no, no, but I have a okay. question. Okay. I have a question. So let me just yep. clarify, clarifying question. You pulled the pickle off that yep. sandwich by itself and sucked the sauce Yes, off. ma'am, I did. I'm just, okay. Because okay. yep. I, right. I had to test. Well, you're thorough. Just yeah. paint that picture in your mind's eye. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> because my wife. I don't know which is better. Mine showing the actual pickles last week or your description of what you did with the one you had on your sandwich. <laughs> Depends on what gender's listening. Hey, yeah. yeah. Um, I will. I will say, like, because my wife was like, "This is a weird pickle," because she she was able to pick that out. I'm like, "Well, let me try it." So that's why I was a little bit more thorough. I have to pay more attention next time. Yeah, take your pickle out, suck on it, inspect it. Yeah, I like a lot of pickles, yeah. but I don't. I don't remove them. Yeah. I- <laughs> there you go. Oh, that's awesome. uh, uh, so the chicken. Uh, Eight points for everybody on the chicken. Down the line. Down the line, uh, which is pretty high considering. And I was kind of thinking about in terms of last week a little bit Mm because like, I gave the Chick-fil-A chicken a nine Mm -hmm. because I don't know that anything gets 10. I could be wrong at some point. Um, So the Zaxby's wasn't quite up to the Chick-fil-A from flavor. Wow. Like it isn't, it wasn't brine, you know, but it was very good. Yeah. It was, it was juicy. It was Mm -hmm. like. It looked like real chicken. Yeah. Not like. So it wasn't chicken tenders? Yeah. Yeah. At Zaxby's, it was like full piece of chicken. Oh. Okay. Yeah. This is a, okay. a real chicken sandwich, which is. An I have not from had them. one of those. Yeah. So I've only had the chicken tenders. Yeah. yeah. No. It, and that's what surprised I made sure to confirm that it was a filet, not just the tenders. Yeah. I yeah. mean, their tenders are good, but it's yeah. cheating. Or not. It's worth disqualifying or something. So You're that out. brings us to uh, 23 from Biggin, 26 from me, and 24 from Magic Man for a total of 73 points from wow. Zaxby's. Man, that's high. That's a big yeah. score so wow. far. Yeah. So, so, so they, far, they, they uh, the ran the numbers up on Wendy's there, ran the score up on them. And who do we have next week? Um, uh, next week's the real interesting one. It's Popeyes and KFC. Ooh. Yeah, two chicken giants. The, this is going to be like a Mike Tyson punch out next week. I'm this is gonna be, really yeah. interested in how this is going to turn out. Okay. It's the one I can't, I have no idea. 
some of these, you know, look, you look at some of these, you go, you, look at, you know, if, we're, right, if we were doing a, a, a tournament, That'd like a bracket, yep. you know, the bracket challenge on this, yep. <laughs> that's what we should have done. Let's our listeners do a bracket challenge. And, and just for reference, <laughs> Chick-fil-A, the total points for them was 58 and a half. Uh, yeah. Zaxby's the 73. I mean, the number four seed is definitely, uh, looks favorable. So if sure. you're, if you're and, in Vegas, and, you know. or put some money on old number four there. And it's, you know, the way we're doing this, it's going to be different from week to week too. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so subjective, if, if by some chance Zaxby's and Chick-fil-A go head to head. Oh, they are. They are indeed. Yeah. Is that, is that, I haven't even looked at the, is that next? Yep. Yeah. Is the that next the next, round. oh, that's a week. Mm-hmm. That's the final four. Five or something. Yep. So yeah, Chick-fil-A and four. Zaxby's are in the final four. Oh, well, look at that. For well, when right that on. comes, that's a highly anticipated. Absolutely. I think the, the sauce is kind of the, the sauce and the bread. I don't know. Now, how about this? My wife said, mm. you get the Zaxby's chicken sandwich, remove the Zaxby sauce and put on Chick-fil-A sauce. That might be something there. Uh, I don't know. I'm not a, that's well, not if it was like the Chick Fil A sauce we had last week. We'd just take off the sauce, and it wouldn't be anything there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mm. So okay. there's that. Anyway, that, that's, yeah. So yeah. moving on, we got Zaxby's moving on. They'll face uh, Chick Fil A this next round. Well, yeah. So so next week we'll have Popeyes KFC, and then Arby's Bojangles, and then we'll go back to Chick Fil A Zaxby's. So we've got three more weeks for that that battle royale. And what was the score for Chick Fil A mm. last week? Uh, 48 and a half or 58 and a half. Sorry. 58 and a half. 58 wow. and a half. So, uh, and most of that's cause there's no sauce. So you get points for sauce. Yeah. So I think that's where they're at. This is So if you had a, a minimum, if we all gave it a, in the middle a two and a half or something that'd given, I'd put it in the sixties yeah. probably. So oh, easy in the sixties. Yep. You know, so it, it'd be only down by like 10 probably, but the sauce and that bread that Zaxby's is so much better. Unless you're magic man, <laughs> Mr. Pickle, that gave three points for a sauce for a sandwich that had no sauce. Mm. Still angry about <laughs> I that. I did good this week though. <laughs> yeah. And he gave p- points for pickles. He didn't eat. So. That's true. <laughs> but I did show him. All right. So we are going to go play that beautiful music. Producer Brian. And now our feature presentation. All right. Our special guest this week, Tanya Thompson. Uh, Tanya did a Instagram post, a hundred days of bourbon. So every day she took um, a bourbon yeah. and just did a write up yes. on it for a hundred days. For a hundred days straight. So a <laughs> hundred days straight. My liver oh, is fine. So. Really. I'm in good shape. This is not jaundice. <laughs> So- <laughs> trust me i'm a professional i'm fine yeah don't try Do not try this at all that's right that's so funny <laughs> um so she has graced us with the most ridiculous setup that we've ever had on the show um she yes. provided a bourbon tasting wheel um four glencairn glasses five samples of bourbon our own tasting notes and she she's done she knows how to do tastings of bourbon so she's going to walk us through uh how to do that so but before we do what we're going to do we're going to ask some questions then we'll do a tasting and then we'll uh we'll keep asking questions and doing tastings i'm i'm not exactly sure um if we're going to be able to be 
like sober by the end of this, but we're going to give it a shot. <laughs> so we've got five, better as we go. We've got five. And, and we're doing a blind tasting. So we don't know what any of these are. So we're going to kind of go through this and she's going to walk us through. But uh, Tanya, where are you from originally? Well, first of all, I'm going to need a, a picture ID from each of you to make sure yes, that you're right. old enough. Okay, yep. <laughs> sure. I need yeah, to see, confirm see, that you're not driving anywhere yeah, after yeah. this. <laughs> see this gray stuff right here? <laughs> this right here. You don't get that at 21, baby. Oh, no, thank you for having me. You know, <clears throat> you know what's funny is I'm older than both of you. And hey, no gray. Just can it. <laughs> because, because you use just for men. I've seen it in your trash can. <laughs> okay. Don't lie. That's a new sponsor oh, opportunity lie. right there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So where where are you from originally? Sorry. I am from Greer, South Carolina. Where's where's Greer? Greer is uh, right outside of Greenville. It's home of BMW North America and my Mm -hmm. um, Greer High School 1989 AAA football champions. Yeah. All right. Congratulations. Yeah. There you go. My mom still lives there. My my sister, my brother. So. Okay. Yeah. And uh, we we met up on Saturday, and I asked you this question, and it still blows my mind. I told my wife, and she laughed for about five minutes. So where did where did you start your love of bourbon? <laughs> so, yeah, don't arrest anyone. Right. So DSS, um, no, is not yeah, watching. my parents were older when I was born. I was kind of an accident. So my dad was forty five. My mother was forty when I was born, and they were in the shrine. And you know, I was my my youngest. I mean, my closest sibling is like thirteen years older than me. So I was an accident, and I come along, and they're they're partying it up, and they're in the shrine, and they're having a good old time, and then I come along. So um, they just kind of dragged me with them. So I was about six years old, and I remember I remember my father, um, dad fic- would fix Ezra Brooks with a real Coke, and it would be you know icy and an old fashioned glass, a rocks glass, and um, you know it would be real fuzzy and sudsy on top, you know almost like um, root beer. I mean, it would be so yeah. back then it was so sudsy, and I remember just lapping that up and thought it was the most delicious thing I had ever tasted, and then it was like awful because they couldn't put a drink down and I was all over them. I mean, it was bad and I was like six, you know, so it was, um, you know, they had to literally, you know, warn their friends and be careful where they took me because I would just pick up glasses and try to find, you know, the Ezra and Coke. Wow. I know it's bad. One for this. But, you know, so no, I didn't turn into a raging alcoholic. Um, but fast forward to college, you know, and I, I went to college in the early 90s. And um, back then, the popular beverage was like Zima. And I just couldn't do it. It just, I just could not, even back then. So my go to beverage then was uh, Crown and Ginger Ale. And uh, so loved it, you know, all through college and, you know, into my 20s and, you know, 30s. So, um, and then I thought, well, if this, you know, if I really like this crown this much, I need to go back and find some Ezra Brooks and let's, let's go back to, you know, and my mother's always had bourbon at the house. She's, she still drinks bourbon. She's, um, she's on up there. So, um, but yeah, so we, we're just kind of a bourbon household. And you said that your dad told you a lesson before or gave you a lesson before you went to college. Yeah, he did. And what was that? Well, he, he just warned me, you know, I don't know that many parents do this to people who were in college. I I don't, I think my father was unique, but he kind of sat me down and said, now listen, you know, 
you have to pick the alcohol that's going to treat you right. You know, don't mix them. Don't use mixers. Don't add sugar. And, you know, and you have drink in moderation and be careful. Don't act like a fool. Um, and so, you know, for me, it's not wine. It's not beer. It's, it's, you know, if I'm, if I'm at a tailgate, it's probably a crown and ginger, but, um, you know, it's just uh, bourbon. It's my thing. It's just my palate. I love the way it tastes and I enjoy it. You know, all things in moderation. Absolutely. Like chicken sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad my nurse practitioner is not watching this episode. (laughs) She might be. She might be. Um, All right. So how did 100 Days of Bourbon start? Um, Tell us that story. Like, how did that kind of start off for you? Well, you know, you get you get stuck in a rut. You you find your favorites and then you end up just buying the same bourbon and drinking the same bourbon over and over. That was that was us, you know. We um took a trip to the bourbon trail, me and my boyfriend in 2015 and came home with about 40 45 bottles, which is a lot. That's a trunk full of bourbon. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, you know, yeah. it's slightly illegal. <laughs> It's a lot of bourbon, but we, but we still were drinking the same three or four or five. And I had all this unopened bourbon. And then we went back in 2018 and the same thing. It was another trunk full of bourbon, another 48 bottles. And so we had over 80 bottles here at the house. And when our, my office, my business office closed for COVID on March 11th of 2020, I came home and we 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 were kind of let out early. We had a COVID scare. And so I came home and logged in and worked for a few hours. And then when I logged off, I I just grabbed the biggest ball of bourbon that we had. It's a Willet pot still. It's still in my office. The darn thing is huge. And I said, you know what? If um if I if I lose my sense of taste or smell or, you know, God forbid this virus kills me, I want to at least open and taste all of our bourbon, every bit of it. So that started day one of, well, what I thought was going to be about three weeks of bourbon tasting. I had no idea this was going to last 100 days. And I'm, I'm literally kind of in this field. It's what I do for a living. And I just had no idea it was going to last this long. So I, I thought, well, I've got plenty of bourbon for three weeks. This will be easy. Mm-hmm. You know, and then three weeks turned into six, which turned into three months. Yeah. You know. Uh, and also, too, if you are watching on Facebook Live, YouTube Live, if you have questions, please put them in the chat. Magic Man will let us know if there's questions. And then you two guys, if there's questions that you have, which I'm sure there will be, uh, please just interrupt me. Anything so far? Any questions? Nope. Going once, going twice. <laughs> Uh, Mel, I'm thinking about like transportation for that quantity. That's, I mean, how big is this? What kind of car are you putting this? Uh, listen, the first trip, the car wasn't big enough. We had bourbon all over that car. <laughs> and then the second trip, I, after that first trip, I realized, well, we need boxes. I need bubble wrap. I need some tissue paper. I mean, you want to keep them upright. You don't want them moving around. I mean, it was like a production the second time. You know, and now we have an SUV, so you know it's it's just that nothing is stopping us now, <laughs> except, except for I've run out of space here. The bar is full, <laughs> yeah, all the cabinets the are full, is, my office is full. I mean, yeah. bourbon's everywhere. Wow, <clears throat> how many bottles do you have now, roughly? We have um, a little over two hundred and fifty. Wow. Of unique, of unique bourbons, not duplicates. Unique. Yeah, I have some duplicates, but unique bourbons. And they're right. open. So their bourbon is open at my house. 
I'm not one of these people that hoards, you know, unicorn bottles and doesn't open them. So, and, and those trips that you took, can you name some of those that you, you were able to get those 48 bottles oh. and 45 bottles? Oh, Ready listen. for this pretty surprise? Well, <clears throat> when we went in 2015, this was kind of before the secondary market got crazy. And the distilleries were still kind of small, like Willet was still very small without the huge gift shop. So I was able to pick up like XCF version 1.0 Willet, which is impossible to find. And now it's like thousands of dollars. And, you know, I'm on my second bottle of it. Um, (laughs) Now, when I drank the first, when we drank the first bottle, we had no idea. I had no idea that I would never see that again. I had no idea that... Mm -hmm. These bourbons were limited to, you know, maybe a thousand bottles or sixteen hundred bottles, like in the country. So we were going to these distilleries and picking up, like that's where I got the Elijah Craig Twenty Three. You can't find that. You can't walk into a distillery at Heaven Hill today and pick up Twenty Three. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not that easy. You have, I mean, you can with a lot of luck and probably a heads up. But you know, back <laughs> then it was, you know, you'd find all these little honey bottles. And all the distilleries, Woodford, and it was easy. You know, I wasn't standing in line, you know. So mm. now it's it's different. We went back in 2018, and you could tell the world had changed. You know, the mm. the, the gift shops were rather empty, and you know there were no unicorn bottles. <laughs> or you're like me and got up at 2:45 in the morning on a Saturday, <laughs> drove to South Carolina to be in a line at four o'clock in the morning <clears throat> for a Weller 107. <laughs> But it was that? a single barrel. It's a single it's barrel. A pick. So it's a pick, yeah. right? There you go. <laughs> Have you cracked it open yet? No, I've got some guys that are coming in April, and one of them is bringing a Pappy 15. And so we're going to taste the Pappy 15, uh, and then I'm going to crack that one open. We've got another bottle that's coming, so that's when I'm going to open that one up. <clears throat> so there's that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Justin asked why he wasn't invited. He's a little sad about that. Um, so you also entered a uh, a bourbon blind taste competition. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell us about that. What was that all about? You know, I was about 60, 70 days in to 100 days of bourbon. And Bart, and I love Bartstown Bourbon Company. We visited them in 2018. They mm-hmm. just opened, and their distillery is gorgeous. It's like the Apple Store of distilleries. It's just beautiful. <laughs> have you been there? I mean, it's gorgeous. I have not been to Barstown now. Oh, it's just it's just so beautiful and so you know very um, modern and and you know mm-hmm. not it's not old wood. It's all just so modern and beautiful. So um, and we got some really good bourbon there, and they were all over Instagram. And I had picked up some of their new, um, their own new bourbon that I really liked, the Fusion Series and the Discovery Series and, mm-hmm. and some of their finished bottles. So I was following them on Instagram and they posted this world's top whiskey taster contest. And at first I was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. But not me. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, you know, just doing a picture and, you know, trying to figure out what these things taste like and you know, trying to find my way. And then that was around day 60, 75. And then it got to like day 95. And it was like the, the, the last day to enter the contest. And we were actually at the beach with our family and it's still in the middle of COVID, you know, we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. 
And I thought, you know what? I'm going to do this. I mean, why not? I had seen some other entries and I thought if they can do this, I can do this. Sure. <laughs> you know, not having a clue. <laughs> so I entered, I did a video at the beach. We, I mean, we pushed it, put it together photos from my hundred days. And I did a voiceover. I'd never done that before on my MacBook. I had no idea how to do it. You know, it wasn't produced. It was me and my boyfriend trying to figure it out right before dinner, you know, and we posted it. And, um, I got the chance to compete in this, um, mid Atlantic region. And we were supposed to go on site to Jack Rose dining saloon in DC, which is famous. Oh, wow. And they have, you know, 2,700 yeah. bourbons there. I mean, you know, I, I just couldn't wait, but because of COVID, you know, they had to do everything virtual. So, um, then I had to start training for it and, wow. you know, I had to learn how to identify bourbons, learn, um, try to identify mash bills, single malt, um, age proof finishes, and I started training. Wow. Lots of blind tastings. Yeah, I was going to say, so it was just a bunch of blind tastings. Is that how you developed that palate? Yes, absolutely. Um, lots of, um, yeah, training and, and blind tastings are the best way to do it, you know, because you're just, it's just all about taste and palate and um, recognition, you know, putting real names and like, you know, I know Peggy mentioned this on, on, with you guys on her podcast about, you know, things that taste like food and memories, um, you know, taste has a very, and smell have a very strong memory. Sure. So it's, um, being yep. able to identify those tastes. Okay. All right. And, and now you kind of lead bourbon tasting. So that kind of leads us into the mm -hmm. first tasting. So walk us through now, magic man's a noob. But there may be some other names <laughs> that um, that are listening. Yeah. So walk us through. Start from the very beginning, and let's do this thing. Well, you know, it's easy. Really, it, it's easy. So first of all, I think you've got your pores, right? And we're going to start yes, with number one. Yep. Now, don't stick your nose in the glass. Don't ever do that. Okay. Burn your nose. Burn your olfactory nerve there. So just um, you do that. You bring it in really slowly. But first, you look at it. I mean, it, it, you're, you're thinking about all of your senses. So you're looking at the bourbon. What, what, how would you describe the color? You know, put it up against a white background. You're going to nose the bourbon. So you're going to see what are all the smells that you can get from it, but not really close. You're going to come in really slow. And then we're going to taste it. Now, let me tell you, when we taste it, you're going to ignore the first two sips. Completely ignore the fir that first sip is just a burner. Mm -hmm. You're going to forget it. You're not going to judge it. And I don't even judge the second sip. Um, it's the okay. third one that I chew and really judge. And, um, and then we're going to see once the juice goes in your belly, you know, there's nothing left in your palate and in your mouth, you're going to judge, you know, what's left. How am I, what's the feeling in my mouth? Is it dry? Is it mm. moist? Is it coated? Do I still have flavor or is it gone? like a ghost, you know, and that kind of describes the finish, whether it's short or medium or long or smooth, or, you know, there's a Kentucky hug you can feel in your chest. You know, I think y'all <laughs> talked about that before. So let's, let's do number one. Okay. Well, first of all, how would you describe how it looks? It's, it's caramelly, like, but it's yep. not too dark. Mm -hmm. Like I would say a medium, medium color. So is color that... comes from age in the barrel. 
you know, all that contact with the charred barrel is where your color comes from. Or you can get tricked by that on a finished bourbon. So you have to be careful. But none of these are finished bourbons. These are all straight, Kentucky straight bourbons. So this color is coming from the barrel. Now, this bourbon does have a little bit of, it's, it's, it's a blend. It does have some older bourbons in there. But you can tell there's some young bourbon. And that color is not as dark as it could be. So, um, all right. So caramel is what I was going to say too. To smell it, you kind of bring it in a little slow until the point where you can smell it. And some people, you know, they try both sides of their nose. Sometimes, you know, sinuses or you might can smell more out of one side than the other. So there's, you know, they they recommend that you smell out of both sides of your nose. So what, what do you describe what you smell? See, this is one of those like out of left field smells for me, but it smells like cherry Coke. To oh, me. absolutely. No, absolutely. That's good. I actually, <laughs> I, that's, listen, I no, that, no yeah. one ever says that on a piece of paper. On the next one. It smells like cherry Coke to me. Yeah. On the next one, it's, it's actually described by as flat cherry Coke. Not this one, but the okay. next one. So no, that's, oh, that's not funny. out of left field. I mean, <laughs> some of the, the training notes that I've learned, I mean, one is like this rain on concrete, flat, but, you know, which is not this one. Yeah. But, I mean, this one's just classic oh, caramel, vanilla. And, yeah, and that's what's so there. weird. You know, like producer Brian will say, oh, it's like Coke or cherry Coke. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. Sometimes I just joke around and I say, it tastes like moss <laughs> on a northern tree that a raccoon just peed on, yeah, yeah. but only in December after a fog. A, a rabbit raccoon. Yeah. Like, and people are like, I totally get that. I'm like, yeah. what are you yeah. doing? But I but he <laughs> eat apples for breakfast, right? Yeah, I get it. Eat apples for breakfast. So, do any of but you smell like cup. a dark fruit on this one? Like maybe like a dark cherry or it's like a dried cherry is what yeah. I get on there. There's a lot yeah, of dried cherry. I was going to get very, one. very like uh, floral almost too. Yeah, there's a, 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 a yeah, and that's probably I, I can, I'm getting a little um, bit of the the heat off of this too. I don't know what proof or where you started this. I at, even I'm, it I'm getting a a, a sense of a. I'll reveal at the There's end. Some, yeah. So, you know, nose with your mouth open. So we're going to be, we're going to be mouth breathers. So nose with your mouth open, bring that over your palate. Magic man. What do you get? An alcoholic beverage. <laughs> so it, <laughs> magic man, ignore this. And when you taste this for the first time, just ignore yeah. it. Just let it go. You know, your, your palate gets in shock. Man. It just, you know, get rid of it. It's going to be fire right. and flamey. It's hot. Are we tasting now? I like the way it smells, though. I mean, it's. All right, here we go. Wow. Ooh. All right, that's no, there's number one. You're right. There's some shock there. There's some shock and awe. <laughs> as old well, George W. said. And if, when I'm like training or doing some palate testing or blind tasting, I'll try a bourbon that I know very well. And my go-to for that is a Woodford Reserve, just the normal Woodford, mm-hmm. just to almost set a baseline. It, it, you know, I know the proof. It's a 90.4. It's kind of middle of the road. It's got a lot of flavor in it. So I usually taste that first, just a really small sip, just to prepare my palate. And it gives me a baseline to judge the rest of them by. And, but for you, it might be, you know, some other bourbon. You can just pick mm-hmm. one of your favorites right. and your go-to that you know very well, that you've, you know, tried a lot. And it's a good baseline. 
You know what's funny is I had a couple sips of this, and now I kind of get a, a woody smell. Absolutely. Like no, there's wood. there's yeah. some really yeah. old bourbon in this, and so you're going to pick up some tobacco, probably some wood grain mm-hmm. and some oak. Um, that tobacco is coming from the from the wood. It's um, you know, the flavor. Do you? Does anybody get any? Um, it's almost like a raisin, like a dried fruit. Yeah, I, guess, I don't know if I'd go raisin so much as cranberry. Like a dried cranberry or yep. dried over, yep. uh, it's brighter, yep. you know. It is a little crisper. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, any honey? Yeah, I was. Uh, I get honey. Mm, yeah, there's a honey on the finish, I think, for me. And how about yeah, baking spices? Like, you know, allspice, cinnamon, clove, you know, some of the, it's that rye. There's some rye in this that's bringing in a little bit mm-hmm. of baking spices. Okay. I noticed the rye right off the top. Yeah. Um, did does anybody want to take a guess at the uh, proof of this? Uh, it's probably like a ninety-five. I'd guess you're really close. Yep. So it's ninety point four. Okay. All right. Okay. Now this bourbon doesn't have a true age statement. Um, it is the Woodford Reserve Very Fine Rare Bourbon. So let me show you the bottle here. Um, it does, it is blended with bourbon. That's at least that it does have some age on it. There's some 17 year bourbon in this, but since they don't put an age statement on the bottle, that means that they've mixed it with some younger bourbon. Um, if it was yeah. mixed and when they're, when they're using an age statement, it has to be at least four years old to call it Kentucky straight bourbon, or they have to put, the age on the bottle if it's less than four years old. Okay. When you see a bottle that has no age statement and and they've admitted that they've blended this, it means that there's bourbon, younger bourbon in here, but it's probably less than eight years old, but definitely more than four. They'd have to put four on the bottle. They go by the, the, the most, the youngest age in the blend. So they've mixed this with some young bourbon and they also held back bourbon that's been sitting in barrels for 17 years to mix this special master's distillers collection. Wow. So, this, so it's hard to nail down a mash bill on this because it's blended. Well, no, it, right? it no, it's um, it, the, the mash bill is the same. It's your typical okay. 72% Stages. corn for um, Woodford, 72% okay. corn, 18% rye, 10% barley. Yeah. That rye. I mean, yeah. I'm really getting the rye in mm-hmm. this. I get like black pepper at the end too. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like a. For me, and like a, the finish a, for me a is a little a dry. It's a little dry finish. Yes, yep. you know, dry and finish. it's probably Absolutely. medium. I would, I would consider this a medium finish. You know, it doesn't last forever, but it's pleasant. The, it leaves me pleasant, and I do get a little Kentucky hug in there with this. Even at ninety proof, <laughs> normally it's a higher proof that would cause that. Yeah, but. I, it seemed that's why I went. It felt maybe it's the, some of the rye spice in there, but mm-hmm. it, it gave me that. It's not a hundred. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was ninety. So now either. y'all have an idea of our <laughs> tasting here. If I'm starting out with a Woodford Reserve Very Fine Rare Bourbon, this this year's Masters Distillers Collection, you know, you know that you're in for a treat because you go from the you go hey, from buddy. your bottom to your top. <laughs> oh, really? Is that how, is that how it works? Yes. Now, now I'm going to add I added a drop of water to that Dude. just to see. Yeah, oh, I put I put a water happening. droplet in there, and literally, it only yep. takes like. 
two, three drops, depending on what you have left, that water molecules are much bigger oh. than the alcohol, and it will open up that bourbon. Now, some See, bourbons are improved with water, and some aren't. It depends on the bourbon. I like that a lot more. It it doesn't nearly have that like punch in the in, mm-hmm. in my palate nearly as much. So adding that water really mellowed it out for me. I really like Big that. Oh wow! Right? I don't ever do that. that and I got fancy and got distilled water, so there's no Charlotte tap flavor in here. Not Charlotte tap water. I got mine out of the bathroom. Kentucky tap water. So. <laughs> I was gonna say mine's Concord water. <laughs> Yeah, I like it with water so much wow. more. Oh. It tastes more expensive with water in it. Absolutely. So this is um, from Master <laughs> Distiller Chris Morris. We've met him. I actually, um, in my phone, I don't know, do y'all have iPhone? When I, I pull yes. up my no, picture app, um, and it shows, like, people and places, there's only a box of four, and, and he comes up in my people. Basically, I've taken more photos of him. Than my own like family and dogs and friends and it's so it's my mom my boyfriend and him. <laughs> How does your boyfriend feel about that? Uh, he's he's <laughs> conflicted. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> no, we spent a day with him at the distillery with one of these master distillers courses um, that they put on, and just he's fantastic. I fell in love with him. He's so such a nice man and so brilliant. Um, I mean, he's been working in bourbon for 45 years, his palate's trained, you know, he knows what he's doing and he's just putting out a tremendous product. So, and I wasn't paid to say that. I just really like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think I get more caramel also, by the way, after I had that that. water, Mm -hmm. it's way more mellowed out to me, which I'm okay. I, I like that much better, much better. So, uh, also in the packet of amazing stuff that you gave us, you gave us a a coaster that mm-hmm. says the Springfield Bourbon Society. That's right. There we go. <laughs> tell us, tell us about that. I'm a bit of I'm a bit of a, a social butterfly. <laughs> so when quarantine happened and I started this bourbon thing, you know, at the time it, I didn't know it was going to be a hundred days of bourbon initially. Mm. But um, our neighbors, we asked them to meet us outside one night for drinks, you know, socially distance. And, you know, this is the throes of COVID. And we were talking about it. And I told her, I said, well, I'm doing this bourbon thing. I'm taking a picture and I'm doing a review and, you know, telling her about how we were spending some of our time over here. She says, well, we have a lot of neighbors that, that love bourbon. Well, we're new to the neighborhood. We hadn't met anybody yet. We'd been here six months when COVID happened and we live in Springfield. Mm. It's a golf course community. It's a lot of houses. There's you know a lot of activities before COVID. And I was like, oh, well, is there a club or is there, you know, something I can join? And she's like, well, no, it's just these guys and they just get together. So I kind of put a note out on our little Facebook page for our neighborhood and said, hey, I'm going to create a group. And I had a college student create a logo for me. I named it. And then immediately some of the guys that were doing this informally, just a few of them, you know, joined in with me and invited all their friends. And um, now we have like 119 members. We do bottle giveaways almost every month um, and about six or eight events a year. 
Holy cow. Yeah. So during COVID, that April, last April, we just met up at the pavilion outdoors. It was cold, brought our bottles and our glasses and just, you know, (laughs) six feet apart and just stared at one another. I was like, hey, I'm doing 100 days of bourbon. Can can I borrow some bourbon? Because at the time, I didn't have all this bourbon, you know. I was going to run out, you know, until I started buying more online. And then, um, so I would get, they would drop bottles for me. The, the, my neighbor up the street dropped stag junior. He he didn't even know me. And he brought me a stag junior and dropped it at our door, you know? And so I left him with a, you know, one of our prized bottles. And then, you know, we've been trading around ever since. Wish I had neighbors like that. (laughs) <laughs> but it's been a lot of fun. It's you know, it's been a great way to meet people and um, sure. get to know our neighbors, and um, it's been really, really good for us. You you mentioned kind of a key word is guys, and we don't see a lot of women in bourbon, or at least the, the circles that I run with. And we talked to Peggy you know, Stevens, and she, mm-hmm. you know she's creating the the bourbon women's society. Yeah. But it seems like member. that's really okay. <clears throat> so it it feels like that that's starting to become like a. I don't want to say glass ceiling, but that's kind of broke at this point. Like there's a lot of women that love yeah. bourbon. Oh yeah. Cause now that I'm on doing this on Instagram and I really, I had an Instagram account before this, but I didn't really do anything with it. You know, I don't take a lot of photographs, but with this, I really got into it. And then you start going down the rabbit holes of, well, let me see what else this distillery is doing or the distiller mm. or the people that market their bourbon. And you start following all these people. And honestly, I see a ton of women in bourbon. And awesome. I mean, some of them actually have clothes on. I mean, it's just fantastic. <laughs> you know, fantastic. I'm proof you can drink bourbon without, you know, with a, with That's a top great. on. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> By the end of this, myself. yeah, Magic Man's going to not have a top on, so yeah. we look forward to that. Yeah. I'm like, you know, yeah. you can show a glass of bourbon without showing anything else, but it, but it's, no, really, I mean, it's, um, sure. I, I see a lot of women and, and you know, drinking bourbon and, and sharing their stories online, and we have several in our group here in the neighborhood. Um, it's nice. just, you know, before it was formalized, it was just kind of a couple of guys getting together, you know? Right. So, yeah, even my wife mentioned, I didn't even think about it, but you don't see a lot of bourbons with that are named after women. Like you have Mm E.H. Taylor and Basil (laughs) Hayden and, you know, more all these uh, plantains, like they're all Mm -hmm. named after men. Old dead guys. Old dead, old white dead guys for the most part. Yeah, well, true. And uh, but you're starting to see that. Like I saw Josephine Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, you start 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 seeing a little bit more uh, F.E.W. from what I understand is named Mm -hmm. after a female. So we're starting to see a little bit more of that. So. That's good stuff. Well, and I mean, look at the female master distillers that are coming up yeah, through the ranks. Absolutely. And they're producing some fantastic bourbon, um, you know, at, at Woodford Reserve, Brown Foreman, Castle and Key. Um, I think, um, is it Jack Daniels that just announced their new master distiller? I think she's a female. I think it's Jack Daniels. One, it was just announced like this week. But um, it, it's just really, you know, I think it's becoming a lot more balanced. Yeah. Um, for, you know, everyone. And so you, you're doing these tastings for folks. Um, what do you love most about doing that? Well, I haven't, you know, I, I started this when I got my certified bourbon steward online, they have an executive course that you go in person, but because of COVID, you know, we, I haven't done that in person. You go to Louisville and you spend the day. Right, we're going to do it together. Absolutely, absolutely. It's an intensive course, but I did the online version to help me prepare for the contest. 
And, um, yeah, you know, we, we talked about Watchmen cigars. Leon reached out to me and just from seeing me on Instagram and said, Hey, let's, let's get together. You know, he said, I have a lot of women and groups approaching me that want to do bourbon tastings for women and pair with cigars. And I smoke cigars. And I said, well, that sounds great, but I don't, I'm not qualified. I have nothing that tells me I'm qualified <laughs> to walk anyone through anything other than drinking a lot of bourbon. So sure. that he kind of said, well, you know, do this thing, get your certified bourbon steward. And I did. And um, you know, we might talk about doing something, but then I just kind of practiced on friends and family and practiced on my employees and people at work. <laughs> so, you know, we do happy hours and, and because we're, we work all over the country and um, I carried two groups of 20 each through a bourbon tasting. You know, some people had tried bourbon before. Some people are brand new, never yeah. tried. Um, so I've done some online and, and have done a few other groups. Um, but it, you know, it's not a business or anything like that. It's just something I sure, do for yeah. fun, but it's just, I mean, it's spending time with people doing this, having a conversation, yeah. getting to know you, telling stories yeah. and sharing a glass of bourbon. Yeah. I had a, a friend of mine, um, she came up with her, her husband, which I've never met before. And they came up this past weekend and he, he wasn't a bourbon guy. Uh, at least like he would drink old fashions, but that was kind of the extent of it. And I was like, well, it's kind of. Uh, talk about bourbon and he, and he loves information. And I was just feeding him like yeah. left and right. What's bourbon, all this kind of stuff. And he was just soaking it up. And um, he loved the story about bourbon and, you know, kind of where it came from and why and yeah. that kind of stuff. And then like, we went through probably about 10, 10 to 12 bourbons. And he was like, this is amazing. And he was kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, Oh, I, you know, we started off with basil and we ended up with, we ended with, um, uh, Weller, uh, special reserve. So mm-hmm. like we went through a pretty good gamut and he was like, Oh, well, I can taste this. I can taste yeah. that. And it was really cool just to watch his eyes. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, I get <laughs> this, you know? So, you know, just doing that was just yeah. really awesome. And so I can understand that. I'm fun. a firm believer that there's a bourbon for every palate. You mm-hmm. just have to find yeah. it. And you know, you're not going to always find, you know, going to the liquor store that can get a little expensive. I mean, obviously you have to go probably to a bar and, you know, try a few and, um, all the bartenders that I know in the places that I go, they will let you taste a couple or three little sips before you commit to like a, you know, a 10 or $20 pour. Um, and that's a great way to taste a few yeah. bourbons. It's, you know, they'll give you a little taste before you spend a lot I've of money. i doing it the expensive way. Yeah. <laughs> Just been buying the whole thing and seeing if I like it. Yeah, or I go to Biggin's house. Well, and that's what I do. I I have people come over, you know, even with COVID. Um, I I had Leon. I'd never even met Leon. So, Leon, just come out of the house. Let's drink some bourbon. Let's get to know each other. And, you know, boyfriend's like, who's coming to our house in the middle of a global pandemic? You know, some random dude on on Instagram. You have no idea how many times I've done that. It's a little scary. It's okay. He's bringing cigars, probably. Exactly. He right, didn't. Go to a, As a matter of fact, yeah. I had to oh, go buy what? them. Yes. What? As a matter of fact. We're going to call him out right here on the show. Leon, what up, man? Why are you doing that to my water in one of his glasses? So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move to old number two. What do we got here? All right. Here we go. So Sir. how does it look? Doesn't this, this looks older than the last this one. This looks much older. Yep. It's a little darker. It's a lot darker. Yeah, sure. yeah. This one's a tree. That means probably going to be in the, in the, the barrel a whole lot longer. This one's going to be a I little hot. I smell some floral. Like what's the color? Like, I don't know how to, the color is the thing that really 
unless it's like lighter or darker, they all look like bourbon to me. That's the thing. Well, I don't look at them too much. It's, you know? it's better if you compare two. And if you compare two, the problem is a lot, a lot of these are the same age. That's why that the color is very similar. Leave some in the glass. Um, so was I supposed to not finish that last one? <laughs> <laughs> but it, I didn't spit it out either. You know, how would you, to me, this one's amber. It's very amber. That's how, that or a color. dark honey. It looks like that honey the first to me. color oh. that came to my mind. Okay, I just, I'm going to go with my gut because my brain said amber and I, I said, shut up, brain. No, shut there's up. a little That's red tint to it. I like okay. that. When I'm doing a tasting, I give people some descriptor, descriptive words for them to find kind of, oh, this is, you know, this is what this is. Now, far away, I'm getting a lot of ethanol. But, this, but when I bring it in, it's more, more flowery. I'm kidding. I'm going back with the flowers again. Yeah. Yeah, flowers. Honeysuckle? Anybody? I don't get honeysuckle. I want to say banana again. Yeah, I feel like bananas. There's a touch there's some bananas going on there. Oh, but it's not yeah. baked bananas so much. It's, it's not like banana banana foster. Pudding. No. It's just a like banana ripe pudding. banana. It's like bananas and cream. Yes. Um, I didn't get the creamy. Oh, man, chocolate. Does, anybody take, does anybody smell a little bit of chocolate? Chocolate, uh, coffee, like milk chocolate. Yeah, I don't get it. Or mocha. I'm not getting the mocha. I'm getting more or, banana. Yeah, I I'm definitely, t- I definitely the- smell banana. All right, Those so I'm just going to warn get, you: this one's a higher that. proof. It's all. It's going to run hot. Ignore that first sip. All right. Cheers. I ain't scared. Here's to y'all. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers to you. Here's to Cheers. southern fried chicken. <laughs> Here's the Zach's piece. <laughs> oh wow, that's Ooh. sweet and hot. <laughs> oh, Mother Teresa, that's did, a hug. Did we did we lose Biggin? <laughs> that's a oh no, that's a hug from Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a Mike Tyson hug. Mm. Ooh. Ryan, you okay? Warm. I'm good. <laughs> oh man! Listen, this one is so is flavorful. Good. It's like a bomb. Oh my gosh! Yes, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot, lot going, going on, on there. there. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So um, this is also okay. a Chris Morris salted caramel. Again, salted caramel oh. a little bit on the taste. Yeah. You're so um, good at so this. It is. Oh. But I wrote down buttery caramel. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. You're so almost good like at a this. caramel sauce. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I want to put this on some ice cream. I just. How about yeah, raspberries? You make it raspberries uh, on this? That tart. Okay. Uh, yeah, like that, the in the middle there, the middle of your tongue. There's a little bit of raspberry. Yep. Oh wow. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's so much going on. I'm like, this is awesome. My tongue is like on ADD. Like, where? Where, where do you go? Where this, do I go? I'm out of here. Oh wow, that is. Um, I like that. Mm-hmm. And if you do the water thing, it kind of cuts the, yes. the heat a little bit bite out of it. This one is <laughs> yeah. a little hot, so I'm going to go ahead and tell you. This is 125.6 proof. <clears throat> wow. So it was a big yeah. step up. My apologies. Don't what I did is, is I grouped the two from Chris Morris together. So the so first one was a, as well. No, that's a, the, the first one was Woodford Very Fine Rare. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is, I don't know, can you all see that? Holy moly. It's the new one. Hold on, maybe that's a little too bright. Hold on. Is that the 150 or the birthday? This what? is the 150th anniversary. This okay. is batch one. They did three batches. This is batch one, which is 
It's um, fewer barrels, but um, a pretty strong one. Not the Magic highest in proof. That Can explains some that? things. Let's see. Yeah, yeah, we no, go. we, we've got it. Okay. I'm going to pour this back in the glass and save it. <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? Why did I do such a big pour? Magic Man, this is a very hard to find bourbon. Like, this is. This is some top-notch it's, juice. It's here. not real. It doesn't this exist. This is an honor? Yes. Yeah. This is an honor. You're right. <laughs> wow. Like, I don't think, uh, I don't think I've ever tasted anything like this. Like, it's, where it's, it's just fantastic. It's fantastic. It's, it's fantastic. It really is. Huh. It's a good one. And the finish is, um, it's not terribly long, but it doesn't leave me dry. It's, it's mm-hmm. pleasant. Um, I had, like, I wild cherry. Um, you know, um, there's some little bit of oak in there, some cinnamon, almost yep. like a almost like a pink pep- peppercorn, pink peppercorn. That's so wow. unique and it's delicious. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. So he's huh. one of my favorite Thank master you. distillers. These are two of my favorite pours. So. I've grouped these two together. This is Chris Morris. And our next two pours are going to be a different master distiller. Okay. Now, these two have no age statement. So what that tells you is, I mean, Woodford tells you there's at least 17-year-old bourbon in this very fine rear bourbon. But they're blending it and mixing it with younger bourbon. And that younger bourbon wasn't at least eight years old or they would have listed it. Because you get more money if you can put eight year or more on a bottle. Mm. So they probably have some six bur- six year, seven year bourbon in there mixed with that seventeen. Well, Old Forester is also Brown Foreman. It's also Chris Morris. He didn't put an age statement on this either. And Biggin, did you do any water in this one? Not yet, but Old Forester is also Woodford. Is that right? It's yeah, Brown, it's Brown Foreman, Foreman, and it's still Chris Morris. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I need to put some water in it? I'm just asking if you did it. I'm, no, this is one of those Magic you get this did. kind of bottle, and, you, and I go. I don't want to dilute this at I'm all. Gonna, I just I'm want to take it, it as it it's comes. I'm going to do it. It's so well, good. And I'm not yeah, a... Like, yeah. Like I said, I, I did it, and it took some of the bite out of it. Um, Sometimes it, it really it. opens it up and changes the entire flavor yeah. profile. Well, that's I why I try to want to do that. <laughs> it's good. I love this. Uh, I really like this. Gonna, yeah. yeah. I had a friend of mine who... Moment a I friend of his that. had this bottle... And he said it was 150 year old bourbon. No, that's not the case. No, uh, uh-uh, uh, it's not. Like, no. There wouldn't be anything left. In There's nothing years. left. Yeah. There's not barely anything left in a 20 year bourbon. It's in a barrel. It's less than 10 percent that's left in the barrel. Really? Yeah. It's tiny yeah. amounts. Holy yeah. cow! And and honestly, that you know, when you go to Kentucky and they walk you through all of this, and the old there there is a sweet spot with bourbon. And you can get bourbon that's too old. It's just dusty. Mm. It's dusty. It's got a lot yeah. of stuff in it from the yeah. barrel. And, you know, you have to be really careful with those old bourbons. I would tell you, yeah. don't put water in it. Did you? I would I did. say I'm the not same going thing. To. I would say don't water I'm not it. Going to. I, just, I just was wondering. I could see it doing something, but I don't want to. Don't ever change. I get, way so more, I get more acetate. <laughs> yeah. So good. It's delicious. Yeah. So good, uh, but Magic Man, you liked it. Oh, this is listen, y'all. We haven't even gotten to the good stuff yet. Oh, well, here's what? the thing. Yeah, so, I, was saying, I liked it. I liked it with and without. Okay. Biggin mentioned this it changed to me. The experience a little bit when you add water to it. That's yeah. all to me. So Biggin mentioned that this might be a thing here. 
He, he gave I, me a little I gave hint. him a heads up. And I thought it was going to be the surprise at the end. Yeah. So like the last one. Yeah. Like that's where I thought this was going. And when it's number two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, okay. You just wait. You just uh, wait. Buckle up, guys. You just buckle up, baby. You buckle <laughs> wait, up. Uh, Producer uh, Brian, you're going to have a long next baby. Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's pounding down. <laughs> You're going to have a long show to edit, Producer Brian. I'm just telling you. Yeah, say, Producer Brian, where's that hell you at, brother, now? I'm going to cut the Zoom link and throw it up there. (laughs) There you go. That's fine. (laughs) Um, So what does bourbon mean to you, uh, Tanya? Like, what does it mean? Like, at the core of of bourbon, what does it mean to you? Well, I mean, to me, it's it's spending time with people, people that you love, or people, new people that you've met, and you're getting to know them. You know, you can sit down and have a glass of bourbon with somebody. And by the end of that, you know that person and you know whether or not you want to spend more time with them. Mm, that you is really true. do. And so um, it, it just, it, it, it is a connection. Mm. It's stories. You know, I can tell you everyone that's been in this house this year where we've come in and had bourbon and had a, had a good time. And those moments have been extremely rare this year, which is so yeah. unfortunate. But yeah. Um, it, it has meant the world to me. Anyone that would mm. come in and, you know, risk. I mean, our house is pretty open. Um, you can get six feet in the kitchen here. But, you know, anyone that's willing to come in and sit down or have a glass or have one on the back deck or meet up at the pavilion, you know, it's just really meant it's gotten me through this year. It, I mean, it has. It's gotten me through COVID with a little bit of sanity left um, for someone wow. who's very social and who, who needs interaction with, um, with people, but it, it's, I mean, to me, it's connection. Absolutely. That's a great it's never funny you say that. I've I never watched this with, class. Sorry. I was just talking with somebody earlier today and we were saying about how this whole isolation from COVID, even the introverts are like, okay, that's enough now. Oh, y'all, you just have no like idea. A, like a, a lemon <clears throat> on the, like just the empty glass. Yep. Mm. It's like a lemon peel or Listen, a lemonade kind of Here's peel. what I love to do after having some bourbon or wine tasting. I'll leave the glasses near the sink and just let them sit overnight and come back the next morning. And, oh, my gosh, some of the really good bourbons smell really good after just sitting in the glass. And, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, really good bourbons are like, wow, they still smell really good. And then ones that are kind of like not so great, they're rancid. I mean, they don't smell good at all. <laughs> I mean, especially in the morning, you know, um, yeah. but I'll leave them out for that purpose and just let them kind of you know, mm. sit there, especially mm. if it's a new one. I want to see because what's left, you know, sits out there and oxidizes in the air and you can really tell if this is good juice or not. That, yeah. That's kind of like the telltale for me. <laughs> That's a good one. I haven't done that before. It's good. Uh, what's your What's your day job? What do you do? Because you obviously don't do this for a living, though it would be fun, right? It doesn't pay enough. You know? right. Yeah, right. If, if it just Yet. paid more. <laughs> 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 this is so much fun. No, it's kind of weird. I am in financial services. Um, I've been in this career for about 20-something years, but I determine how long people are going to live for a living. Wow. Yeah, oh. I, I price. Um, I help price mortality for uh, a life insurance company. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's my be day tough, job, right? Yeah, it's, this Ow. this year's been tough. Yeah, I'm also responsible too. for claims for our company, but um, yeah, for yeah. life insurance. So I've I wanted to be a doctor, and um, 
you know, I couldn't study hard enough. I literally, <laughs> you Bourbon. know, call exactly back then it was crown. I mean, I just could not, you know, sit in my room and study enough. And I thought, what am I going to do? Because I thought I was going to be a doctor. And um, I, I left my freshman year at College of Charleston. And my mom said, I have a job interview for you like today. Like I literally, I had my car full of my dorm room stuff and went home, changed clothes and went to a job interview. And it was for a life insurance company. And so wow. that summer I worked for an underwriter and they read medical records and look at medical histories and how much you drink, how much you weigh, how, how you drive and determine how much you're going to pay for life insurance, how long you're going to live. And I thought, Oh my God, this is like Eureka. It looked mm. like heaven to me and I fell in love with it. And so wow. I changed my major and I've been doing that ever since. Wow. I just call them and they just hang up on me and say, no, so, <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I don't even answer any questions. I mean, just, just no. Oh, almost everyone's insurable. It's just how much you got to pay. I mean, that, you know, listen, uh, you know, that that's the sure. hardest part is saying no. That's, that's you a know? great part of having a corporate job where they give you, you know, <laughs> that without the EOI. Appreciate that. Thank you. Those group benefits are great. <laughs> God bless a bear. I can't ever leave. Exactly. Um, so speaking of, so you also smoke cigars. You mentioned that before. Uh, how did that start? Did you just like pick it up and be like, hey, I want to start smoking cigars? Or Seven, eight. You know, what, yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. No. So um, when I was 19, I dated this guy who's a little older. And it, y'all, you're going to die laughing. Um, he smoked these little backwoods. Do you know those like flavored, like little cigarillo yeah. things? They come in a yeah. little pack. Do they have like the wood tip? No, no. They're just oh. like nothing. Almost, almost okay. like. Were they Swisher sweets? No, but there's oh. no tip. It's just like okay. raw, uh-huh. you know. And so, and they're all flavored. And so I, I've never smoked cigarettes. I cannot stand cigarettes or smoking, but he kind of kind of, it was just like a flavor thing. It was really tasted mm-hmm. good. So I smoked a few there, but it was like not my thing. And then sometime around, I don't know, the late 2000s, um, I grabbed somebody's cigar out of their hand, I think, and smoked it. And I was like, you know what? This is really good. Um, and and that's how I started smoking cigars. Um, and then when I was living in Greenville before I moved to Charlotte, I was part of a group called Cigar Therapy. And it was a networking group put on by Phil Yanov. And he runs Tech After Five, which is here in Charlotte as well. He has that's what I'm going to start he has calling meetings it. all over. But, um it's cigar therapy. So it was four o'clock on Thursdays and it was networking group. It was always the best group. Like it just felt like I was sitting with the smartest people in town and we would have a question of the day. You would introduce yourself, what you do, what you're drinking, what you're smoking. And it was from four to six, boom. And, and then you were done. And it was like the best time ever, you know? Wow. And I have That's missed cool. it so bad, but what COVID brought me, is the ability now we do it on zoom. So I'm not always able to log in because of work because it starts when I'm still working. But, um, I mean, every time that I get to log in, it's just like the biggest treat ever. So that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Any, uh, cigar pairings that you absolutely love. Uh, One of my favorite cigars is I love Davidoff. I love Davidoff Special R, one of, one of my favorites. Now, if it's a special occasion, I've got plenty of time. I like to smoke the Anniversario number one. It comes in a wooden tubo. It's like this long. It's a, it's a long cigar, <laughs> but it's really, really good. Like that's the New Year's Eve cigar, the birthday okay. cigar. You know, you're going to be in a hot tub for two hours. That's your cigar. <laughs> <laughs> 
(laughs) But, you know, any bourbon, all bourbon's good with cigars. But I love, one of my favorite things to drink with a cigar is Grand Marnier. I just, it just, oh, I love orange, the flavors of orange and orange zest. And it's just delicious. Mm. Straight? Yeah, just straight. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well. It's fantastic. I got some of that on the, yeah. Yeah, highly recommend it. I've never tried it without... (laughs) Like I just put it like in an old fashioned. Back when I was younger, <laughs> I would even put the cigar, like dip the bat, the you know, the tip of the cigar mm-hmm. into the Grand Marnier and then smoke it, and that was actually delicious. I mean, it would ruin a cigar, ruin it, but it actually tasted very good. It was delicious. <laughs> that's funny. I think that's the redneck in me, but anyway. Yeah, I remember somebody told me dip dip the cigar in the bourbon. Yeah, and I was like, this is so weird. Just and a little I, bit. I, you just dip it a little bit. Yeah, and I was doing it. And then I tried to light it, and I was like, I think I did the wrong end. Yeah. So I've learned my lesson since then. <laughs> yeah. You dumb A. That's tough. Oh, do man. Uh, I do love uh, a Four Roses single barrel. That, oh. to me, with a cigar, is just perfect. It's one like, of my oh. favorites. Listen, yeah. mm, Four right. Roses single, ba- single barrel is very hard to beat. I mean, it is. Yeah. listen, it wins out. In most blind tastings of mine, because it's just mm. that, that, that bourbon right there is like mm. my palate. It's just, it's just that everyday delicious. You can find it. It's reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Yeah. And it's Jim Rutledge who we're going to taste here in a minute. Okay. Well, let's go. Or right, let's go to three. We we got one of those back oh here my God. This is such a treat y'all. And let, uh, let me tell you, this bourbon is rare. He only, it, it's a single barrel. It's a Jim Rutledge. And uh, I'm just telling you, it's fantastic. It's not four roses. It's not four roses. I know what it is. I'm waiting for uh, oh, producer Brian. So good. Well, first of all, what does it look like? It's it's uh, less darker it, than the yeah. other. It's like a cloud coming. It's like amber, but it's like a cloudier amber almost. Like I don't. Know, maybe it's just a light lift yeah, here. But it's definitely lighter. It's more orange. It's more. Orange-y, it is orangey. Mm, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a little okay. lighter. Uh, yeah, I definitely, I taste the fruit, or I smell the fruity. I was going to say, it, it actually kind of smells sweet to me. Yes, it is. It's like, well, I don't want to give y'all, I don't want to give it away. But. Oh, it's apples. I got apples on that, right off the top. I get like but, like buttery apples, like cooked fresh, cream. Like, dude. Yeah. Like, I get like cut, like a yellow, huh. like a golden delicious, like just sliced. Oh yeah. What about That's the um, first first hit? Have y'all ever had rum raisin ice cream? Uh, I don't know that rum I raisin bread pudding. I can get that. I can get it. I could get that vibe here with a, like a burnt sugar kind of yes. or like a brown sugar raisin mm-hmm. flavor. Oh man, this is just this is a treat. This is like one of my favorite bourbons, and I'm I'm it's so like, uh, like it's so hard to find. I've had two bottles. This is my second bottle. They only made, he only made like 900 of these or 1200 of them. It's a single cool, barrel. Nice. So it, it may not even be Thank that you for many. sharing. Um, <laughs> oh, my boyfriend was like, you gave them that you gave them some of that. And I was like, I know what am I doing? What am I doing? I, I noticed Thank that you, this Tanya. was a smaller pour in the little bottle. I will say oh, it was. I just noticed that. I, I may yeah, have. Just, that a tightly, is, just a slightly less. On, I may have been like, quarter ounce. I was like, I bet this is good uh, stuff. Better be. <laughs> Thank you. Let's appreciate not, what not, we have. I'm not judging. What I'm a just, jerk move. I'm just saying. I know some less of it. No, there. it shouldn't have home. been. No. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I don't. I do not judge. Oh, sweet lord. Do you know what this I'm not is giving for me? Away any of mine. This is a creamy vanilla milk milkshake. Do y'all get any okay, of that? 
Let me any hear. of that? I definitely get creamy, bit. and I get Ooh. vanilla. I wouldn't. I don't know where you're getting your milkshakes from, but I want to know where that is. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! Okay. See, for me, this is this is kind of this is my wheelhouse. Like I, I like this. So, Brian, you're not faking it. This is good. You like it? I, I am liking it. I need to. I need to. I need another. Yeah, get you another sip. Taste though. Ryan, what about you? Magic Mike? Is it Matt? Magic Mike? Just call him Magic, Magic Mike. Man. I like it. Mike. Oh, that's it's right. You're Magic Mike. Man. <laughs> Magic Man. Wow. This is like, this Mag- is creamy. But I was this thinking Magic really Mike as an M-I-C, you know, Magic oh, Mike. Yeah. yeah. You're going to have yeah. so many names by the end of this show. If, I, if I'm anybody from Magic Mike, I'm Gabriel Glacius, <laughs> the, the uh, DJ. How do, why have you watched I've, that movie? I've not even seen it. I have not watched mm-hmm. the movie, but I have watched Gabriel talk about Whatever. making the Stop movie. It. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we're done. Oh my yeah. God. This and is so good. Uh, I mean, y'all, let me just, let me just tell you what this, so this is Jim Rutledge. He's been doing bourbon. Is, he started R&D in 1966. Really He's been doing bourbon for 55 years. Okay. The man has a honed palate. He is like my king. So, he is, te- he started his new label and he's all over Kentucky picking, you know, doing barrel picks, trying to build up his, you know, while his bourbon is aging, he's trying to find barrels. He, he, I don't know how many barrels he was in and he found this barrel. It's a single barrel and said, wait a minute, stop. All this goes into one bottle and it's like damn honey hole. This, this stuff right here is just straight from Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> This is straight from Jesus right here. I'm pretty sure that if you have this bourbon with Chick-fil-A at the same time, that calls him down. I was going to say, yep, this the Lord's bourbon with the Lord's chicken. I forgot to write down what I said before. During, during uh, church. The notes here. <laughs> it's the rapture. Uh, There's a, a note I can't define in this. It's on the, It's in the fruit spectrum. It's like that. Where did where my wheel go? Let me look at my notes. Yeah, Maybe this will tell notes. me something. Um, is it a pear? You a co- said it's apple. in the tropical. I don't think it's coconut. There's a there's a brighter. I feel like maybe it's apricot or something. I can't figure it out or something I haven't had. So it's not a berry. Is it? Co- mm. It's not coconut. But hey, <laughs> Brian, what about like like at the very end? I almost get like a pineapple. Maybe it's at the very like. The Back, very end. Last, yeah. last thing you, you hit before it goes down. It might be peaches, actually, like peach cobbler. Oh, listen. Mm. That's, listen, I think that's he's it. known for his peaches, let me just tell you. And they're like stew that's, peaches, think, like when they get all like mm. warm. It's, and, it's without, it's like you eat peach cobbler, but you don't get any of the peach. It's just like the biscuit part the creamy and the creamy part. part. Yeah, it's that creamy part. You know part. what I mean? Yeah. Like it has the hint of the peach because they were living together. Yeah. <laughs> But it's the pastry gooey part. That's what I'm tasting. They were living together. They touched. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. They, they spent the night together. They That's had, right. They had some hello time. They had some, some relations there. Yeah. Okay. Here's a completely noob comment. Yep. So oh, I just drank a little bit, like just a, a few drops at, to go over my tongue. And it kind of just, it's almost like it just melted over my tongue. Yeah. This stuff's delicious. And, and it, 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 yes, it was delicious, and it was it was a wonderful experience. So I'm, I'm just going to tell you, Ryan, you if you're a newbie, 
you've been ruined. Like nothing is going to taste uh, like this. Yeah, you're you're going to be hunting this bourbon <laughs> the rest of your life. So I'll just, I just give you the address to my house. Notes. So when you lose your mind, so, you can come here and have uh, a sip. Because okay. you're going to hunt. You're literally going to hunt for this the rest of your life. This is this yeah, is a uh, this is a lifetime bourbon. You know, and there's only one barrel of it, and I've had two bottles. There's, I don't know, oh, thank you. a thousand Again, thank out you there. For sharing I mean, this. it's just freaking That's, delicious. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I just yeah. wrote down vanilla ice cream on peach cobbler. All right. Do y'all want to know taste. what it is? That's what okay. Yeah. You ready for this? This oh, is God. cream of Kentucky, 12.3-year. Mm-hmm. Think about how specific and intentional he was. He didn't just say round down 12. to 12. You said 12.3? 12.3. 12 years and three months, single barrel. Freaking I'm not surprised. Jesus water. Yeah. This is water straight from God. So, Biggin, <laughs> what did I have of your, you had, a, was it 12 or 13 you had? I just had the regular cream of Kentucky. You had, well, all, but they all have regular, an age. It? It's 11.5, oh, it 13, 12.3. It was 11.5. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's good. Because it's not like fun this fact, one. It's not bad. Well, the 11.5 is like, to me, the best bourbon I ever had. Yeah. Until this one. Now it's like the, now it's the third best yeah. bourbon I ever had. <laughs> so I just want to say that <laughs> Brian has been ruined for the rest of his life. As well. You just wait, yeah. yeah. Ryan's going to yeah. be searching for these bourbons like for the next twenty years. Yeah. yeah. Line. <laughs> Jeez. So let me let me Thank see what again. I need That's, to tell you about yeah. this one. Um, this was a honey hole. The proof is one hundred two, so not a high proof okay. bourbon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve years and three months. I mean, think about that. You know, he's he's hunting bourbon all over Kentucky or Indiana. I'm pretty sure this is Kentucky, uh-huh. I think. Um, I don't know the mash bill. It's undisclosed. And he finds out, out of everything he's tasting after 55 years of training his palate. And he says, wait a minute. This, this is all by itself. We're going to bottle this as it is. And um, he may have proofed it down just a little bit. They typically mm-hmm. come yeah. out of the barrel a little hotter than that. But at 12.3 years, it may have been, I think all of his are 102. So he's got to be proofing it down a little bit. So he prefers 102. And you've got Chris Morris that prefer, prefers 90.4. So they're making some adjustments there with that Kentucky water. So out of the, uh, the two ba- bottles that you've had, are, were the two bottles the same Absolutely. or were they different? Yeah, okay. they, all, they all, right. all come the same barrel. Okay, I didn't know if if there was a single barrel that was like uh, a twelve point ten or something like that that, that you yeah. got. Okay, and listen, and they, I, I uh, hunt these down. I hunt these down like you know, huh? Like <laughs> like Ray Donovan. I'm hunting these down like Ray Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you off air which websites you search, but um, yeah, we're going we're to don't go anywhere. <laughs> well, see, all of my websites delivered to South Carolina, and mm-hmm. if you guys okay. live in North Carolina, it's going to be a whole different set of websites. Well, South Carolina's not very far. No, no, you can deliver to we my can house. Use your, I have, I have can, people. Yeah. I know people in South Carolina. I can. We can. All right, let's. I got family in oh. South Carolina. Okay, all right. <laughs> we'll, we'll kind of move I'm along. getting the wood notes on the finish, like the that's where I'm getting the okay. If there's any oak happening, that's the where I'm. Oh, tasting that it. finish okay. is smooth. Yeah, Long. It's like not yeah. there. Yeah. Just, all right, my boring. Y'all, I'm not putting y'all to sleep yet. Everybody no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. No, no, no. I'm, like, just... I'm going to be sad. I'm sad already because I've already drank. Amazing. What's a what's a bourbon that you have yet to try that you would love to try? Oh my gosh, that's a hard question. Um, yep. 
you know, so, you know, everyone's on this Pappy thing, right? Everybody's hunting down Pappy. Sure. Yep. I've had Pappy 15. I've never had Pappy 23. Um, I've had the opportunity to taste it at bars and different tastings, but I haven't, I didn't choose to purchase it. Um, mm-hmm. I'd, I'd love to see what all the hype is about. I really would. I mean, why not? You know, I'm not going to pay $3,000 for a bourbon I've never tasted. I'm just not going to do <laughs> sure. it. Um, right. But I would have to say the one that I'm more excited to try, if I can get my hand on it, is the William LaRue Weller, the BTAC, the Buffalo oh. Trace Antique Collection. Um, uh-huh. I think that's probably better than Pappy. So it's that one. Is that the one that uh, someone one. over here had, by the way? I did. So the North Carolina <laughs> Bourbon Society, I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to give out names, but somebody from that mm-hmm. is uh, he, when you go to his house to pick up a mm-hmm. bottle, mm-hmm. he says you can have a, one lifetime pour, like your your bucket list bourbon. Yeah. And I mean, he's got Pappy 23. He's got everything. Mm-hmm. Like every, when I well, say everything. There's a huge library. The whiskey library is in Charlotte. It's not him. There's a no. huge whiskey library in Charlotte. Okay. No, it's not him. All right. No, it's like but, part uh, of the whiskey thieves on Instagram. It's an yeah. unofficial okay. library. Okay, this is unofficial. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. I need to be introduced. It's dark web library. Clearly, <laughs> I need to be introduced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and so he's he's like, you know, you can have a pour, and so I picked the William Larue Weller at nineteen. Oh, and that's man. that's something. Was it like, good? So I'm I'm hitting the spot, right? I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I mean, if you, the only thing that would have made that better is if I had a, and I'm not a steak guy, but if you had a giant steak there yeah. and I had that with it, it would just be like perfect. Oh, but it that is, it's it's completely different. It's a completely different bourbon yeah. than I've ever had before. I've heard that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that last, I would eat a ribeye with that last bourbon. Oh, yeah. hell but, yes. Yep. Oh, absolutely. can I say that on? Yeah, it's fine. You just did. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. That would be a yes. <laughs> I forgot I'm not here to, to get fined. Uh, yeah, I was going to oh, say, we've, we've, we've got a recording of me saying, hell yeah, brother. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Oh, we can, we can uh, yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Heck there yeah. Uh, so, uh, um, you know, we talked about uh, just turning into a bourbon podcast. If we can make that happen, they'll send us BTAC to taste, I feel like, from, from – oh. uh, you know, I feel like you might have to take your shirt off for numbers. that, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You <laughs> might that. have I'll to remove your shirt. I'll, I'll, yeah. We'll do it. I'll, <laughs> B-tech, I'll do a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> I'll stick to this chair for the BTAC. I'm just saying. Listen, you know. I, I'm part of a – so uh, the, the Neighborhood Bourbon Society turned into a guy in my neighborhood going, listen, you need to be a part of this other little group I'm in called Drammers, Drammers Club, and it's invite only. Mm-hmm. So, Ooh. you know, no jerks allowed, invite only. So I mm-hmm. joined and um, we're doing a big, they get together and they do barrel picks and um, they have master distillers come on and we do Zoom calls and do tasting. So we're actually having one here Tuesday. It's Barton Distillery. So it's all the 1792, including oh, yeah. the 225th Ooh. anniversary. So I've got about 10 drammers in cool. Charlotte coming here for that on Tuesday night. I like 1792. Yeah. I really oh, do. I love it. I absolutely. Yeah. Oh, and Bardstown, you know, bottles that. I don't know if they distill yeah. it, but they bottle it. So it's still. Any questions in the chat? I'm just, just asking. We don't want to uh, I don't have anything on okay, here right cool. now. Do we have, is it is, just us? Sorry. Nobody's watching. Like it's just us. It's just Nobody's us. watching. I don't think. No, there's uh, people are watching, really? but there's no questions. Yeah, I'm so sorry. No, uh, 
I'm so sorry, guys, because you're, <laughs> you're like, not getting this. And who is this woman? Why like, do y'all have her on bur- here? If you're bourbon people, <laughs> no, they're they're uh, saying lucky, <laughs> right? Is I there, acknowledge it. Is man. there a bourbon that you really were like super excited about, and you had it, and you're like, this is crap? Oh man, that list is too long. Okay, listen, <laughs> when, right. when you do a hundred days of bourbon, right, and, and you buy bourbon online, you're getting it shipped, and it's coming in. And you taste it, and you're like, "Man, this is a dog. Like, this is bad. I don't like. Bi- I don't like writing bad reviews. I don't. The probably the most yeah. negative review I've written is the one I wrote from the from the redemption that I bought it Saturday with you. I mean, that's probably the most negative I've written and, a review. And it wasn't bad. It was just like uh, this other one's better than that. Well, you know, if you're going to come out with a rum cask, and you yeah. know that Angel's Envy owns the the corner on that, you got to. You gotta do something. Like, if, yeah, it's if, gotta be more than three months. Yeah, <laughs> you if you if you shoot for the king, you better not miss, right? I mean, they're aging that stuff in eighteen months, and you're three months. Boy, that yeah. was a big difference. Yeah. yeah. So I just, you know, it's it's it it is when you're writing reviews and doing tasting notes because sometimes it's just not my palate. Like, yeah, there yeah. really is no bad bourbon. Well, there's maybe one, but there's just. No bad bourbon. It's just, you know, some of it's just not my palate. I'm not a big right. smoky person. If it's real pink, yeah. smoky, well, scotch, yeah. gin, or gin-like. You know, we talked about that Saturday when we were walking around um, Southern Spirits. You know, if it's real um, eucalyptus, mint, heavy, mm-hmm. or heavy on that greenery, I'm probably not a huge fan. It doesn't mean it's bad bourbon. Right. It's, it's not just not palate. my bourbon. Yeah. yeah. My problem is when something gets priced north of like seventy dollars, and it turns out to be like, oh man, not that's great, a disappointment. You know? in it. Yeah, I've done like, that. I bought that that uh, Widow Jane Lucky Thirteen. Remember that one, big one? Yeah, he hated it. Yeah. He hated it. Yeah. It was fine. It was like a back shelf. You know, yeah. you had to like ask for it. It was okay, but it wasn't worth ninety dollars. No. you know, like <laughs> there's a lot of bourbon out there that right now is priced pretty high. That you know is probably worth about half. You know, yeah. truly. Yeah. No, not not this that we're tasting. <laughs> no, no, no. This isn't priced high enough. <laughs> uh, producer Brian's ready to give his right arm for the rest of that. So I'll pick your parts. I don't care. You well, I'm glad my William Larue Weller was a good decision. Yes. Yeah. yeah no, that's a great one. Uh, how do you prefer to drink your bourbon? I like it neat or an ice ball. Just neat. Yeah. Nice and let me tell you. So. This this thing that I did, this hundred days of bourbon, you know, I was feeling myself because you don't, you know, you don't necessarily, I love bourbon, but I don't drink bourbon every night, you know? Mm-hmm. So by like night 60, I'm like, oh my God, I got to taste bourbon tonight, you know, like <laughs> 60 days in a row, you know? <laughs> I so, and, and I would like take a little, like, what's the most minimum sip I can take to, to actually write tasting notes? Mm. Um, and so... I did buy myself an ice baller. I did. Okay. I've, but let me tell you, <laughs> I've learned my mm-hmm. lesson. <laughs> I'm going I'm to tell everybody, save your All money. Right. You can buy those $9 set off of Amazon or Crate and Barrel. It's literally the same. You get the same ice ball. Okay. $9 or lots of money. $9. Go with the $9 ball. But anyway, that two and a half inch ball, I love. Um, and I actually have a glass from Nate and Cotterman. I keep it in the freezer and it has a, He's blown an ice ball in the middle of the glass and you keep it in the freezer. It's cold. So I love bourbon out of that glass because it gets cold, but there's no water. There's no dilution. So that's cool. 
Yeah. I've got an ice baller and it makes the Death Star. That's cool. Star Wars. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Two of them, actually. Yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go to four. Man, y'all are in for a treat. This is a treat. Right. We already had the treat. This is a treat. My, look how, look how dark treats. that is. That's Your just, boyfriend right now is so mad at us. Oh, my God. He's having to be really quiet. And entertain the dog. Uh, does, does he want to come on the show? <laughs> what color is that? Hey, boyfriend. That is. I mean, that um, is super dark. That's a dark. Man. I feel like it's beautiful. What color you call it's beautiful. Brian, you may you may want to edit this part out, but I feel like my balls are about to drop. <laughs> There's a show title. I know. So, I got to write a note. <laughs> this is. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. This is a 13 year bourbon. Solid thirteen years. Okay, so you like that? That's that, that's so. That's not old enough for this color. Uh, it is. This is some really special bourbon. This is also Jim Rutledge. Okay, I feel oh, like this man. should be like twenty three. Oh, oh, no! So, oh my gosh! One of my what? favorite candies is Good and Plenty. I love Good and Plenty. Okay, I do, I do. And so, some bourbon. There's a an ethanol or not, there's something in there that, that tastes like licorice or good and plenty to me. And I, I do love it. I love it when it smells like good and plenty. Um, this, oh, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I just got a completely different note the second time. I... You're good at this, Brian. You're good at these. He's really oh, man. good. It well, pisses me off. So my bit. first thought was, and I think it was wrong, was caramel apple cider. Yeah. But then you said candy, and that messed with my brain. Yeah. <laughs> Good. And now I'm getting like that super sweet, like cotton, not cotton it's not candy. Cotton, it's no. not cotton candy. No. It's not cotton candy. It's cl- it's like a concentrated huh. version of that. That can't like a Jolly like Rancher. Like a Jolly Rancher. Neutra- it's not even Jolly Sweet. It's too intense for that. Neutra- it's like sweet? a Neutra- uh, Equal. <laughs> Splenda. What's it? It's Sugar like a circus raw. peanut. It's a circus Sugar peanut. Raw. It smells like a circus a peanut. A circus peanut. Oh, that's bananas. But it's orange. Is that what I'm getting? It's orange. Is, is it t- it's like an orange? Yeah. It's like. I just have licorice. Like, I smell licorice. It's like a, it's a stronger version of a circus peanut. I don't get licorice, I don't think. But I, well, not not real licorice. The good and plenty oh, kind. No. It's like sugar coated. Have I had, have I had the purple? Feel, they're kind of purple and white. Come in a box. I know what they are. Yeah, I'm getting so many different notes, and the the nose is all over the place on that. It all it's all good. Mm. It's like the the concession stand at the movie theater. You just wait, and this is beautiful. Oh. All right, so good. Magic man, do you get a you get anything out of it besides neutral sweet? Like I don't know what it is. Oh, I just I I just lack the the experience, the training. Well, come over and we'll. I'm, I'm going to come back to some Listen, of the apple. Listen, this was hard. This was hard. I think. I mean, for me, you hit it. You hit the nail on the head with the um, the apple cider and the caramel. Yeah, and the vanilla. You had, remember the they they don't make it that way anymore. But Starbucks had a caramel apple cider mm-hmm. about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. That was a. That's what this smells like to me. Oh man! And it had the whipped cream with the whipped cream on top, like the whole drink. Yes. Okay. A little cinnamon. Hmm. Yeah, I can get the cinnamon. Cinnamon, caramel, apple, apple, vanilla, baking spices, whipped cream. Yeah. Oh, man. It's Thanksgiving in a glass. That's what it is. It's like Thanksgiving dessert. Gravy. Turkey gravy. Yeah, sure. Throw that in there too. Why not? I don't know. Of all the ones that we've had so far, I like this one the best. The the taste taste of the smell. 
<laughs> the taste. Okay. All right. I mean, this could be a Yankee Candle flavor. <laughs> just, you know, I'm just saying. I can make deodorant. Oh, Magic Man, make your wife make soap with this smell. I wonder if there's a way to do Boom. that. I impossible to find bourbon and then turn it into candles. That's what you do. Okay. Shameless plug. Jim Rutledge just basically unfriended me on Instagram. Can you even do that? Oh, great. He literally just get, he just stopped unfollow block when you said that. I felt it. <laughs> My wife is in the uh, soap and body butter and stuff. Uh, she's starting a little side business on that. And uh, I know this would be I cool. Need, I need some of that. I need to tell her that. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's we'll buy it. My skin's dry. We'll buy a Pappy 23 and turn it into uh, a soap. I love it. There we go. We buy all that Duke oh, Cannon stuff. All of it. It's, it's oh, yeah. Buffalo Trace and bourbon flavor and campfire, all that good stuff. All right. I'm ready to taste. Ooh. All right. Here we go. Let it rip, Tater It's good. Chip. It's good. I'm telling you. Does anybody know what it oh, is? Anybody want to take a guess? It's good. Hold on one second, guys. I gotta, I gotta solve a problem. So Jim Rutledge <laughs> has retired from Four Roses, right? And I mean, he brought it back. He brought Four Roses back from the dead. It was bottom shelf. He created the single barrel and the, you know, the small batch, small batch select. Um, you know, there's just to, to hear him tell that story about how they just kept tasting that distillate to make sure they were getting it right. It's just fascinating to me that that's, that's, that's the person I want to sit down with and drink bourbon with is Jim Rutledge. I guess I'm going to have to hunt him down in Kentucky. I don't know. <laughs> if I get tobacco <laughs> from this one, um, how about like a um, brown sugar? You get brown sugar, maybe some apricot kind of that. See, that's on the opposite side of the thing. Not really citrus, but kind of that creamy fruit. Oh, yeah! I can, I can get that as well. There's some floral stuff happening yeah. here. Um, there's not many choices on floral, so. <laughs> well, let me Is see. Or I'm rose. It, I'm not going to call it rose, but whatever's in between, I, I get that for sure. Is there a nut? A nuttiness here at all? There's definitely a nuttiness. It, it's a uh, um, what is it? It's almost you like to our show it's the nuttiness from like brown from like burnt like when you brown butter. You know how brown butter is nutty? Yeah. Yep. In the pan, okay. and you get it like too brown, like where you don't want to put your eggs in it. You know like, <laughs> that that is the taste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because it's still a little creamy. Like a, it's almost like a praline kind of. Uh, mm, there you what, go. But do you like it? Um, yeah, no, I do. <laughs> I think it's 113 proof. Okay. Is so, it heresy okay. to add some water to it? Um, no. Blue there, run. Drink it the way you like it, right? So, There's do you see the bottle? Stuff. So, um, these oh. guys got together. So, um, it's like a Nike designer, it. Facebook. One of the you know beginning directors of Facebook, a hospital ex- I mean a um, hospitality executive, political advocate, philanthropist got together, and they hired Jim Rutledge and said, "Find us this bourbon." 
created this gorgeous bottle. It's unlike any other bottle that you'll find it in Kentucky. It is a gorgeous bottle. They only released this and sold it in Kentucky and Georgia. Okay. One of my neighbors was in Albany, Georgia, and he sent a picture and he said, uh, hey, have you heard of this? I was like, please grab both those bottles. Get everything that you could buy in Georgia. But um, he got one, I got one, and it's just fantastic. It is just fantastic. I think they only made like 2,600 bottles. Some Fig Newton happening action here, too. It's Fig. Yes. Yes, that's yeah. perfect. It's Fig, Fig Newton. Newton. Mm-hmm. Yep. You all right there, creamy. <laughs> you know, my allergies started. You know, that's not good. Up and that's not good. <laughs> like my eyes. You might want to save your fifth pour until you're more, you know, ready for that. <laughs> Don't waste it. <laughs> Yo. So yeah, this. So blue run. So it's not a Matthew McConaughey pick. So there's no, that. it is not. No. <laughs> no. no, this is good. I like it. It's, it's really, again, a lot of depth to it, I think, but that, that praline is perfect. This is good. I, I will say I prefer the, the cream of Kentucky. Yeah. The 12.3 year. Yeah. Is, is yeah. T- for me, to me, it's better. Absolutely. It's just, this is good. This is not when you're doing tasting, compl- I'm not complaining. You try to do low to high. So, yeah, the age and the proof are both higher. So, um, you know, I'd get okay. I'd get my um, certified bourbon stewardship revoked if I didn't do that. <laughs> but yeah, I'm with you. The twelve point three is key for me. It went up, yeah. Yeah, it's just that's for my palate. That's that yeah. one. Yep. This Jesus yeah. juice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really good. I do. This is really good. I, I really like this. Some of the I have trouble with some of the darker flavors mm-hmm. when you get into bourbons. Okay. Like I've, I've struggled with. Some of the Elb Forester single barrels, mm-hmm. finding one I like. It's um, hard to beat that some, 1920, like the, though. That Old Forester 1920 and 1910. I, I like the, I like the mm-hmm. those are the two. Yep. <laughs> That's it. And Statesman. Uh, I've, I've, I love Statesman. I haven't had Statesman. I only oh, had Statesman, actually. So but good. It's I've, good. I've tried like three single barrels, and I couldn't get behind any of them. Yeah. Uh, the 1910, actually, I've gotten to the point where if I see it, I just get it. Yeah. Just you know, nineteen twenty is a little easier to get. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've had the nineteen fifteen. I keep both of those. Mm-hmm. Those are good, just all the time. Did you say nineteen fifteen? Yeah, I don't think I've had that. Well, one. they don't make it's, it. You have to mix the two, and they oh, is that the mix? And they I sell you a label Maybe on that's Etsy. What someone told oh, me. well, people do it all the time. <laughs> okay. They mix okay, the is two. That what it is? All right. Yeah, they mix the two and create a nineteen fifteen. So it's an imaginary bourbon. Yeah. Okay. And is that supposed to be good? Right? I don't mix bourbons. I, I have not. I have. No. I this one, I don't know what it is, but it like gets stuck in the middle of my chest. Like, is that, that's not normal, right? Like, it just feels like it's kind of like, it just sits there. And then, like, I have to drink some water to kind of get it to go down. Uh, you know, that one's it, weird. It's just not, not your bourbon. Yeah. You know? I like it. There's some very, it's, it's kind of, very unique. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we'll we'll finish up because I know we don't have a lot of time. I don't know why producer Brian doesn't have that much time, but I understand. We're, we're fine. We're fine. Well, I take care of it. Uh, so I have a different issue I need to take care of. Every, you guys want to talk for a second? Sleep. Yeah. Uh, all right, so Listen, can, can y'all we go are going to gonna sleep floor? good tonight. I'll tell oh, you that no right now. You're going to sleep good tonight. Yeah. <sighs> Daddy's I'm sleeping about going good, out and getting a cigar you. after this. So. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to my fifth. Um, oh, so. So Jim Rutledge is the person you'd like to have to drink with. Um, you, you know, so my dad passed when I was 22. 
Okay. I was young. Okay. He was like 67. He lived a long life. I mean, he would be my ultimate, you know, he would love that. He would absolutely love that I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, He would, we would have a blast, but you know, so, but the, the living person um, would have to, I've already had, you know, I've already had shots with, with Chris Morris, but Jim Rutledge would be, you know, he would, he would be my, my, my hunt. Because to have him sit down and drink, uh, you know, a glass, a pour of dram of cream of Kentucky would just be magic for me. You know? <laughs> sure. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, fascinating. Let's see if we can make that happen. How often do you make it up to Kentucky? Um, you know, every couple of years, it's, it's, you yeah. have to drive, right? It's six sure. hours and it's not a fun yeah. drive over the mountain, right? You get to right. Knoxville and it's just like, oh my God, over the mountain. Um, because you're going to bring bourbon home. And and if you were going to fly, it's the same time. I mean, yeah. you know, from seat to seat, right? It's six, right. still six hours. Exactly. So it's yep. just better to drive. Um, but I, I can't wait to get back. I, I cannot yeah. wait to get back. No, yeah. I love it. And, love it. you know, when, when you go and the people that take you through the tastings and the, and the tours, a lot of them are retired. And I've, and I've mm-hmm. looked at that and said, this is the ideal retirement job for me. Absolutely. Like, this is it. There you, you go. Know. <laughs> I have found it. I just got to find my Kentucky home. <laughs> I want to, in Bardstown, uh, and we, we've interviewed a, a realtor in Kentucky that, uh, Ryan Lemon from Kentucky Sports Radio, he can get you a house. There. Exactly. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I, if I could just be the old man security guy that just sits on like the third level at, Bar- at uh, Buffalo yeah. Trace and just, just yeah. watches the bear. Get in I'll line. Be, uh, get in line. I'll be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. I don't, so let's I make, don't it make it to Kentucky often enough. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Well, my grandma would say the same. I can't get afford on up it. Here, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, we try so to you go. Said, go <clears throat> sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm jumping into business. You go ahead. No, let's go to, I business. Know what say. go to business. I want to hear what you're going to say. I was just going to say we go up, we try to go up there every Thanksgiving for, you know, mm. that's where we spend our time. So we'll spend some time, you know, with the family and then we'll make it, you know, when we come so home, we'll. Is your family in Louisville? Watch. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Have you been to Angel's to... Envy there? It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I have not. So, oh, man. It's beautiful. Uh, I want to go to Mickner's because I haven't been there either. Would you believe that's the one bottle of bourbon I don't own right now? Out of the 250 really? bottles, I don't have a single Michter's. I've tried really? one, but it was the lower end one, and I didn't like it. So I'm scared to buy like Which, a higher end one. I don't want to spend that money without tasting it first. I love the US one, just the standard. Yeah. I don't I think I've ever my, had a just, bottle of Michter's that I don't like. Yeah. I like really? it. I, I really? Yeah. I could have tried it again. Well, come listen, on over. Listen, the first time I tried birthday bourbon with Old Forester, I didn't like it. It was at a bar, and I was like, "Ah, oh, no, nah, this isn't this isn't my bourbon." You know, the Old Forester birthday. Is that yes. what you said? And this was you probably like no, not initially, no. Uh, wow. All right, so this fifth one, I get a lot of cherry for mine. <laughs> Let me pull up your nose. Hold on. Let me pull you up your nose. Pears on the nose. Are you these different? Pe- oh, you said these are different, right? You're different. There's all different. They're all different. All mine different. smells like pears. Oh no! So. Now mine smells like pears. Oh stop! <laughs> all right, so let me just tell you. I think you know okay. yours. You know yours, right, Biggin? It's it's I, a lot. I don't think I do. You have Elijah Craig 23. You're, you're drinking moly. a 23 year bourbon. Holy yeah. moly! Yeah. So look at how much we have left. Look, like 
Not a lot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Look at it. Look at uh Brian's face. <laughs> so so wow. number five, do each one of us have something, have different? something different? Yeah. So JT, oh, wow. Biggin, you have Elijah Craig 23, 90 Holy proof, cow. 23-year-old. The damn thing is dusty, but it's delicious. And let me tell you, after you take a few sips, add like yeah. two drop, like two tiny droplets of water. The okay. damn thing will explode into oh, a land gosh. of fruit and honey for you. Fruit and oh, honey. Trust me. Don't tell me this. It's beautiful. Oh. 23 producer Brian. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Wow. Brian, you have something different, but equally delicious. Okay. (laughs) It smells. I'm getting pears on the nose. Absolutely. You should. All right. So some vintners from California wanted to create a bourbon, went to Kentucky, drove around, um, found their distillery. And what you're having is something called Lone Whisker. Can you Mm. see the label? Okay. Okay. It's a 12-year bourbon, 93.8 proof. silky. What was the proof? 93.8, but it's a 12-year bourbon. Lone Whisker. They've only made um, 2,000 bottles of this. That's it. So, very small batch. And, And, you know, when you drink wine... Wine, really good wine, has that um, really deep well at the bottom. Can y'all see that? You can see my finger. Uh-huh. Look yep. at this bottle. Yeah. This is rare for bourbon. <laughs> they put this bourbon in a really nice wine bottle. I mean, it's really delicious. It's just so good. And I've ordered the Dog Father. It's not here yet. It'll be here in a few weeks. It's their 15 like year of this version. This has a butterscotch note. Oh, brown sugar, cinnamon. This, yeah. Bunches of rye spice. It definitely it's has so, that Kentucky hug. This feels good. Like, this, the mouthfeel oh, on this is amazing. It's, del- it's like silk. It's like it's delicious. It's like taking a silk <laughs> napkin and just wiping your mouth with it delicious. on the inside. It is so good. It's very rare. Wow. <laughs> That's so... <laughs> Long Sometimes whisker. you drink a bourbon and you just know it's... Like, something about the way they make it. Yeah. It's different, you know, this feel is the feel. It's all about the yeah. feel. Maybe it's not the real thing or not. I've had five bourbons now, so I'm making stuff up. So Ryan, uh, what you got mm. this now? This one is dubbed to put hair on your chest. Oh, okay. <laughs> so magic Mike. That's right. That's right. Especially after that. <laughs> You know, I I feel bad because I know this is going to be something excellent, and I just don't have the knowledge or experience of bourbon no, tasting to do it trust justice. Me, lower your expectations. I knew okay. you were new, so I didn't give you one of these. I gave you something <laughs> okay. that's like twenty nine dollars a bottle. Uh, <laughs> she gave me the bottom shelf. <laughs> this is good. good. Like I know what it is, but it's good. good. It's really good. So. You're going to think about okay. Red Hots, Cinnamon Red Hots, and tell oh, me you don't taste has. Cinnamon Red Hots. I know what it's got. Like that little red candy? It's definitely got a kick. This is like man's bourbon right here. So Literally. Like 114? Yeah. Is that the number? Yeah. Nah. It's Old Granddad <laughs> actually, 114. Cinnamon uh, yeah, Damn Red like Hot. It. That's good. Yes. Yes. This is definitely... I actually like it. It's, it's delicious. A, no, every day drinker for Listen, me. Now, should I try the water? 
the water thing with yes. it? Or yes. yes. Let yes. me tell okay. you. Listen. How many drops should I do? Just a handful. Just like two or three. Yeah. It, it doesn't okay. take many because that water molecule is so big, it just blows up that bourbon. Yeah. That's one of the best That's cocktail bourbons. Me. Absolutely. Mm. Put it in an old-fashioned. Oh, my God. It's delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, oh, man. I just put the water in, in this one, and it's completely different. Yeah, you're right. This like, one needs nothing. It's. I know. Oh, you my know, Lord. This is, yeah. this, what's cool is I'm, I'm like the newest member of this podcast, yeah. and I was like <sighs> – it's cool because it was like, okay, I get to be a part of a podcast with some cool guys yeah. that, you know, uh, and and little did I know I would be able to have an experience like this. So this is. Oh, that just warms good, my heart. Yeah, this, is that, this, is, yeah. this is what it's about. I, lo- I yeah. love yes. sharing yes. bourbon with people yeah. and get to know you and have a discussion, tell some stories. I mean, this is what it's about. This right here. This is amazing. Oh, my God. So, Big and we need to do a DB. Uh, see, I can't even say it now. Letters. You're so drunk. D- Words. DCBC. <laughs> yep. And, and have uh, Tanya with us. Absolutely. Oh. So we do a a, a uh, downtown cigar and bourbon club. Yeah. So you'll have to come up. Oh, I've the, seen uh, that in Charlotte. Right uh, there. No, the it's in Concord. It's in my house. Oh, uh, oh, like your it's club. Concord. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, come on up. Like we'll do it on a Friday. You spend yeah. the night. Well, I'll have, have producer to spend Brian. The night. If I'm coming producer to drink Brian. bourbon and smoke cigars, yeah. I got to spend the night. One time, okay. Producer Brian will be on the patio. Like on <laughs> One the time porch. I slept on the porch. <laughs> Once. Okay. Uh, we'll tell you that story when you get here. So that was, that was I'll bring some good bourbon with me. It's a oh good my cigar. gosh. Oh, this is not. Don't bring the 23, but I will cut off my. my privates for this oh, so my you know i, I mm. so my contest this was my, my my contest poor i had to do a flight present a flight and steve nally was in was a judge i mean he's also a 40 plus year master distiller hall of wow. famer just like yeah. jim and chris morris and so i did a life flight like you know kind of stages of life when you when you start out it's maker's mark and then you move to you know um, something a little better, a single barrel, four roses. And then I finished with Elijah Craig 23. And I said, this is the last bourbon I, d- I have before I die. Mm. I'm happy. I mean, it's older than my favorite pair of shoes. You know, it's, it's just, I mean, it's dust. It's a little dusty, a little library, a little oak, mm-hmm. little lemon, yep. you know, but it's just so good. It's just I, good. I do. I will say I've got socks that are about this old. So there's that. I, I, I have other clothing uh, that's this old too. So <laughs> We won't. We this, won't talk about the unmentionable. I feel so bad, <laughs> producer Ryan, that you're not having. Yeah, this, it's all right. I, I'm. I. The mom's good. Oh so. my gosh. No, this darling. I'll, I'll send you a bottle. Elijah I'll Craig. send you a sample of this. Well, and here's the thing. Like, you can come again, to the house, Brian. You can come to the house be, and get whatever you I will, want. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the so I mentioned I'm, I have some friends that's going to bring the Pappy 15, and part of me, producer Ryan, I'll be honest with you. Like I was like. If I can forego like one ounce of my two ounce pour to you, oh, like I would do that. <laughs> like it just it yeah. it breaks yeah. my heart because it's like one of those bottles that like you need to share. And I feel like they're being nice and sharing with me, sure. but I'm like, but but my friend Not here like, yeah. would love this. Who wouldn't you know? love it? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah, so, but I know you appreciate it. I've never it, so. had, I understand uh, it. You know, I don't, I, I, I get I've the, had Happy 15. It's pretty hot. It's pretty hot. Well, and this one is the um, the one out of Buffalo Trey, so I'm from mm-hmm. Pappyland, so I'm mm-hmm. really excited about about that's that. awesome. So, yeah, yeah. 
So shout out to you. Uh, the Whiskey Priest will be here. Uh, he'll be on episode uh, uh, April 16th. So he'll be on the show. So that'll be our guest that week. What, wait a minute. Whiskey wait Priest. A minute. I, I'm also, um, I'm, I'm a minister as well. Oh, yeah, okay. I but did. are you, huh? <laughs> well, you're the, you're the bourbon, a, the, the bourbon well, priestess. Let me tell you. No, <laughs> one of my friends wanted to get married. She's like, I want you to marry us. I'm like, what? So I got my license to marry them in certain states, like, and um, so when and I was I knew her and her really close friends, but there was you know seventy people at a wedding. Well, because I was the minister, nobody would talk to me after the wedding, and I'm like, y'all don't understand. I drink bourbon, like I, I'm what nobody wants to talk to me. Oh my goodness. Oh, it yeah. was fun though. Yeah. I would, I was a youth pastor and I would go golfing like during the weekdays. And then, uh, you know, I'd just pick up on a foursome mm-hmm. and then they would say, uh, uh, well, what do you do? And I'd be, I'm a youth pastor. And then they would just stop cussing. And I'm yeah. like, why did I just stop cussing? Like, I was so upset. <laughs> it's like nobody wanted to talk to me. I'm there. Right. I just don't want to talk to everybody. Yeah. yeah. I'm the one that brought the bourbon. Yeah, you're the you're the fun one. Nobody I don't wants to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I, honestly, this has been a, a treat. I'm so glad y'all enjoyed been, it. Honestly, like this is going to be one of those things like I'll remember for the rest of my life. Like having this lineup and having you walk us through this, oh, this will be fantastic. something like it's we'll fantastic. never, I'll never forget. And so, and yeah, those kind words Agreed. that you said, uh, Ryan, has been awesome. So. I appreciate yeah, that. Y'all have been great. This has been so much fun. This has been just a blast. Good. You know, getting well, it together and, you know. I'm really looking forward to our future. Like, because this isn't going to be the end. Like, we're going to, we're going to Kentucky yeah. together. You're coming over to the house. Hey. Like, we're yeah. family now. So there's that. All right. How many chicken sandwiches do I need to eat? Absolutely. As many as you want or as little as you want. That's fine. My wife made some pimento cheese grits, oh, though, that I think oh, that you would just love. Listen, oh, oh my God. You just mixed two of my favorite foods. Oh, my come God. On. I'm going to have to have that oh, recipe. Come on. <laughs> we actually have a question from okay. uh, somebody on the live stream. Okay. Uh, Chris Abney is asking um, if you've had, um, Tanya, if you've had any sherry bit. Ugh. Boy, I've had too much. If you've had any sherry finished bourbon, and if so, um, did you like it and what was it? Yes. Yes, I have. Oh, my gosh. So I trained heavily in some sherry finished bourbon, both Belmead, which is delicious. It's out of Nashville. Um, It it is really good. And I'm good friends with Becky Nyanya, and she was also in this contest with me. But she um, carries people through tastings at Belmead in Nashville. Um, they have a sherry finish. It's great. And so does Bardstown. It is fantastic. Um, they also have a sherry finished and there's another one. It's, um, Joseph Magnus. That's really good. Um, so yeah, I love sherry friends bourbon. And that, that's actually, I trained on that so heavily and, um, the, the blind pour that I missed, you know, on the contest that I was in was a Goodwood Ale, and I thought it was a sherry finish. And so it, it, that's, it made me lose my points and, and not be in the finals for that. Mm. But um, I love sherry finished bourbon. It's really good. Very cool. Awesome. Any other questions? Those are my favorites. That's the only one so far. Aww, All right. That's great. I've always shot away from finished stuff. I don't oh, know why. God, I love them. I just, Have you I had Angels know. Envy Rye? That's finished. 
I don't know that it's I've fantastic. Oh, I don't man. think I've had angels envy. I've had, I've had, I've had a lot of stuff. Thank you, Biggin, but not. <laughs> um, listen, I could do a whole finished lineup. I could do a whole finished lineup. Barstown's doing some of the best well, I've had. We don't so have they, a guest they're, they're, next week, so we can make that work. I'm they were, <laughs> they work with Copper and Kings, all right, and and do a lot, and and a lot of the wineries are now getting involved and. They do a lot of partnerships with the Prisoner Wine Company, and I mean, there's some just amazing port port wine barrels, um, Chardonnay. I've had cognac finish a lot of High West double rye cognac. Fantastic, just really um, a huge fan. Chris just asked another question. Um, if you like sherry finished scotch, I don't. I'm not a Scotch fan. The peat and the smoke mm-hmm. is just not my flavor profile. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been thinking about going. I, I was a Scotch drinker a long time ago, very long, fifteen years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I hit bourbon, and I've been I've been Scotch curious again, but I haven't. Yeah, I don't ever walk down that part of the you know ABC store. Yeah, I, I live in the AB, in the bourbon area and go oh, okay, and I end up at one of those. And then like this weekend, I went. I need to you know St. Patrick's Day was yesterday, so I got a Irish whiskey just because yeah. I don't think I've ever had Irish whiskey. Oh man, and it it's was good. a completely different experience. It was a ama- it was good. good. It was a teeling yeah. small batch. It was you know yeah. it's rum finished. Yeah, it was really it's like dessert whiskey. It was really good. Yeah. I really, it's really good with Oreos. Just, just want to throw that out there. I have the Glen, Glen Ranji, uh Tella cake. It okay. is literally like eating a cake. It's delicious. It's yeah, really so good. Like I was for just the one bottle. It's like dessert mm-hmm. whiskey. So you have all these other bourbons. Then you need dessert. So you get it. You know. I have two Irish whiskeys. I have Jameson, which mm-hmm. I love. Is like shots. Like you know, mix it with stuff, butterscotch, sure. and you know all kind of shots. Pickle. I love picklebacks. I love pickle juice. Magic Mike. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love pickle juice, so a pickle bag is really good. But um, I have a, a friend of mine for a party brought me a Middleton, like a really good mm. aged Irish whiskey, and it is absolutely fantastic. It's fan- it was it was the one that I reviewed a year ago on um, on St. Patrick's Day. It's fantastic. Mm. We actually have one more question again from Chris. Of course, uh, it says. <laughs> Daniel, it says your opinion. Uh, is there a better under twenty five bottle than Wild Turkey one hundred and one? He says no. Uh, it's amazing, and it's Julian Pappy approved. <laughs> Listen, it is hard to beat Wild Turkey one hundred and one. Right? I am not even kidding you. It is delicious. It's great. It, it makes my cheeks turn really red. <laughs> like it does have that red. Like I don't know what is in it that makes me turn red. But I mean, it's it's a good pour. I'm not even kidding. I, no. I reviewed it. It was one of my days, and I love it. Um, it was one of my 100 days because you have to include Wild Turkey 101. Yes, you cannot mm. drink bourbon without trying it. I love it, and it is really good. It is hard to beat for the money. Yeah, it's really hard to beat. I rotate that in uh, Old Granddad 114 as a daily, absolutely kinda, every other absolutely. day kind of drink. So. No, absolutely. And if I'm going to mix an old fashioned, which is my favorite cocktail, um, I mean, wild turkey is easy. It's easy, mm-hmm. easy money. That and Maker's Mark and, you know, Woodford. And yeah, <laughs> it's just been great spending the evening with you guys. Thank you. Thank you for bringing me on. Listen, I'm I'm so happy right now. Like, I kind of want to cry. It's probably the, it's probably the fifth shot. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I'm just sitting here. Just... It's the fifth pour. 
I'm not going to finish that Wendy's chicken sandwich just because that was so good. I don't want it to ruin my palate. All right. Anyway, where can awesome. people get a hold of you and uh, follow your 100 Days of Instagram and just follow you and you know, uh, get to know more about you? That's awesome. So on Instagram, I'm Thompson Tanya at Thompson Tanya. And I just started um, on March 11th, I started the next 100 Days of Bourbon um, for year number two. I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm follow. on day eight. And so t- today is day eight. This is doing a day eight. So I'll, I'll, I'll put this on online for y'all. <laughs> this is yeah. day one, two, three, four, and five. So there's that. <laughs> this is day eight. Oh uh, God. I just keep looking at these five empty glasses over here and this makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great Thursday. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, thank you guys well, thank- for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for coming on. And I just followed you. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Yes. If, if you need to block him, I understand. There's that. Just keep, just no, keep your I'm shirt on. You're a creeper. <laughs> just keep your yeah. Shirt. For, for, for your benefit, yes, I will. Oh. I'll keep mine on if you keep yours on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is this is the Gabriel Glacius, you know. DJ guy, so yeah, awesome. <laughs> not Channing Tatum or uh, wait a minute. Listen, we gotta stop soon enough for me to get a chicken sandwich from somewhere. Absolutely. <laughs> I, do you remember that that uh, skit with Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze the when Chippendales? he was in Chippendales? Chippendales. I love it all the time. Uh, Absolutely, perfect. it's hilarious. Love it. All right, guys, we are going to uh, tune out for the rest of the night because uh, daddy needs to go to sleep. Uh, and I've had way too much to drink. So uh, next week we have Popeyes versus KFC. We do not have a guest, so we will uh, probably just enjoy more bourbon and have a good time. That's See if right. we can get that B-Tax supply. <laughs> mm. uh, we appreciate Tanya for coming on yes. again. Follow her uh, on Instagram. We'll have Thank all that guys. information on our show notes. Um, anything else you guys want to add? Nope. Yeah. It's been a great night with y'all. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Thank you so we'll much. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> indeed. I don't have anything left. <laughs> <laughs> well, and as always, guys, uh, keep looking up.